welcome back to another episode of Bopcast. My name is Ryan Sullivan, also known as Sully Bop, and I interview interesting people who are pursuing their dreams, regardless of the status quo. Today on the show, I have another guest for you that fits this mold. His name is RV. Right now, he's pursuing a career in film, but he's also a rapper, songwriter, and artist at heart. He's been doing it for five to 10 years now. And if you're not familiar with RV Sound, I threw a link in the show notes or description wherever you're listening or watching so you can check that out. But I have to leave you with the interview today. I cannot say enough good things about this guy and about this interview. It was wide ranging, it was deep. I mean, just check out the title. The topics are insane, and we went down avenues that I have never went down in this podcast, in the history of this show. So I leave you with this today. Please, the only thing I ask is, can you share this with a friend? Can you please share this with somebody who you think would find it entertaining or valuable or informative? Please, that is how we grow the show. This is 100% listener-supported, and I appreciate you and your support. So I'll leave you with this. Thank you so much, and please enjoy this episode with my friend, RV. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Bobcast. Today on the show, I have my man, a fellow artist, another artist, actually two art. I don't know how many artists in a row at this point, but RV, how are you, my man? I'm good, man. Glad to be another artist on this show. Let's go, man. You know the thing, artists are very dynamic. They you don't know what you're gonna get. No. Right, Trent? You don't you have no idea. There's a wide range. There's a wide range, baby. Because yeah. it's like, yeah, they're they're too um they're by nature unpredictable. Yeah. hundred percent. You know? Yeah. That's just how it goes. And if they're predictable, it's probably not gonna be too much fun, their art. No, that's it. Well, there's and there's a lot of copy and paste shit out there, dude. Yeah, it's f- for real, hundred percent. But um, yeah, just want to definitely give um quick context on who you are, what you do in terms of you know your art and what you're doing now, um, and you could kind of loop that into where you are right now. So, because I definitely want to touch on being in Los Angeles, you know that move itself. But if you want to just give a quick gist of who you are, and then I would love for you to kind of dive into that. Cool. Um, in terms of where you are right now, and then you know the deal. We'll just let it kind yeah. of do its thing. So I'm RV. Um, I'm an artist, songwriter, producer, do a little graphic design. I work in film production. Um, I kind of just aspire to be in entertainment in general, put my hand and feet, I don't know, limbs in anything I can, yep. and then just see where it takes me. I love doing creative shit. So yeah, it's probably been about eight years of like writing music and producing for like five and then yeah so i ended up in la two just about two years ago and that was kind of like i was thinking about it for a while i was kind of debating what i was going to do during covid i was living with my mom it was like after college and i was like i gotta gotta get out of the house i gotta go somewhere i'd been to la one of my friends like best friends from first grade he's like a cameraman assistant camera does all that uh director dp wears a lot of hats but he basically was living out there um i visited him i liked it i was like it kind of just makes sense at the point i was at because in la unlike new york like if you have a few friends like you can get some space and like so everyone could kind of have like a studio room you got a little bit more room you got a backyard you could you could grill and you could do all that and if you're lucky if you you know find the the right apartment at the right time or right house at the right time. We actually had a LA move horror story on this podcast. Oh yeah. Yeah. How'd so it go down for it's, him? It's uh, well, it just wasn't, there wasn't a room. 
Ooh. there. So if you want to go to the Real Johnny Bravo or Kurt Heron podcast, uh, you could go check that out. Great story. But yeah, it was really, he, like, everything was set up, like, online, uh-huh. and him and his boy were supposed to go live, and there Holy just shit. wasn't a room there for him Damn. to live in, dude. But there was and a I, room for his boy, so his boy set him up? No, no. I think they together were going to rent out the room or something gotcha. like that, and I'm not getting the details here, but there just wasn't, it, it, like, was an advertisement for something that definitely just wasn't the real thing. Like, they were like, oh, it's like a content house or whatever, gotcha. you know? And then they go and there's no actual place for them. Like they, these people Whoa. were like, yeah, just wherever. And then, oh, but I got to pay the security deposit. Gotcha. So it was one of those things. Yeah, I was lucky enough to find like a real spot, but it was like, it was, <laughs> I mean, real spot is definitely being a little generous because it was basically like an Airbnb that stopped renting because of COVID. So they converted it to be a rentable home. And so there was, you know, just weird shit would kind of just be off or like cabinets would just fall off randomly. But we, we made it work. We had like six people in a five bedroom for a bit and then yeah now i'm in a different like bigger spot kind of like it's called burbank it's like a little little outside of la yep. but a lot of a lot of studios there um a lot of the entertainment industries like around that area dude you do you, you have a comedy store shirt on i do, do you frequent the comedy store? i've been i don't frequent yeah I, i've been trying to go lately but the lineups have been a little a little weaker than they were but like the first yeah. time I went was years ago and I saw like David Spade, Sebastian Maniscalco, like there's more I'm kind of forgetting just everyone right now, but though. yeah. Just kill Delia, it was sick. all that sh- all those guys that Yeah, they had an era. And it will have yep. another era, but I feel like it's just a little slow right now. But I also could be hating. There could be some no, good ass comics there. It's awesome. Yeah. Austin is all the comics moved to Austin. Yeah, for uh, there's good ass young comics in LA. Oh, I'll there's say, good ass young comics. Yeah, everywhere. Everywhere. I have been like me and my girl what we do is wherever we whenever we go somewhere mm. we try to find a club yeah like, we love comedy yeah you got to and we love specials we love going we, i've seen sebastian burt you know like mm-hmm. all everybody um th- i even saw joe rogan back in like 2015 yeah. but i just i love comedy man yeah so but i show you so you ever sit shirt. in the front row with your girl yeah so we've been i got ro- we got i got roasted twice i got roasted mm-hmm. once where they said in atlantic city Kiss nightclub, just go. Like, don't mm-hmm. even think about it. Those guys are killers, dude. Okay. And they're like, I had a flat. It was not good. I had a flannel on mm-hmm. with like a just you know hat, regular baseball hat. They're like, what part of Bumblefuck, PA, are you from? Yeah. You know. And it was just hilarious, man. And just roasted me. And then I went in, me and my girl and her coworker, okay. who's a dude. And they're like, are you fucking both these guys? Or like, what's going on? So, uh-huh. and then, but the problem with me is that I can just have a conversation with them. Yeah. So it's not really like I'm probably not a good person to talk to because then I'll just like I'm not nervous or anything. You want talk. to keep going? Yeah, like yeah. people get caught up because they don't expect to be they spoken freeze. to. Yeah, so I don't sit in the front. I let other people yeah. take that shit. Now. The last time I did that, I was with um, my girlfriend at the time. Like she's a huge Bobby Lee fan. Mm. Like I am as well. But she was like, "We got to get here early. We got to sit down for Bobby Lee." And I was pumped. And like we're sitting there, and then he walks out and he starts like asking every guy in the front row. He's like. I, th- I don't remember how it started, but it was something about, you know, who out of these guys is, is good at eating pussy. And, like, all these guys are just not raising their hand. And, like, he, he comes over to me, and, it, and I was like, you know, I'm not going to, like, say I'm the best in the world. But I, f- I felt decent. You know, I was yeah. like, if this guy asked me if I'm good at eating pussy, I'm going to say I'm all right. Yeah. The reviews have been decent. So I raised my hand, and he just told me to kill myself. But... 
You know, shout Great. out Bobby Lee. It was funny. Dude, that's funny perfect. as fuck. That could not have gone yeah. better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like he's just he just told me to kill myself. That's pretty much Dude. all that all that was said. I, but... I love Bobby Lee. Yeah, so me too. Like, yeah. You really have to understand like yeah. his style of humor. Like that's just how. Like, no, it was you know, no. That means yeah. it went good. No, no, it went great. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. it went great. Yeah, but I, if you don't know Bobby Lee, you don't know no. that he's such a fuck. Dude, he's and and even uh, Rogan said the other day, he's like, dude. Bobby's one of the best comedians ever. Yeah, I've like, loved him for, since I was a kid on Mad TV. Mm-hmm. He was so fucking funny. Before I even like knew his name, it was just like some of my favorite skits. Yep. And that show had a real chokehold for for a good while. <sighs> Hell yeah! There's so many. Like I mean, when it was real MTV, dude. Real MTV was yeah. fucking wild. Bro. It was. That was even, the channel. Like I feel like I learned about sex from MTV. Like the real world. <laughs> yeah. Like and it's just like the most distorted image. I just remember a guy being like, yeah, like, all I need is six pumps. And me being like 10, being like, okay, like, that's it. That's all I need. That's all I'm going to need. And then, like, just growing up and being like, that was weird. That guy was weird. And I remember he was, like, collecting bras and shit. It was, a, you know, not, like, exactly what I should have been seeing. But, like, the second my family would leave the house, I'm like, fire that shit on. You, you Jersey know, Shore. Oh, yeah. Real world. All that. Real shit. For me, it was... Um, you probably did it too, but throwing on, yeah, once my parents went to bed or whatever and I could still like sneak in a little time, it was just Gabriel Iglesias on the on Comedy yeah. Central, Jeff Dunham on Comedy Central. like Robot Chicken. Yeah, Robot Chicken. Yeah. yeah. Just classics, dude. But yeah. like just to see that, to see like Gabriel Iglesias, I'm like, I didn't even know what comedy was, you know? No. I'm like, what is this guy doing, man? And I just loved it since then. And now it's so cool to like, or, you know, I saw Mark Normand. And, yeah. you know, Mark is, uh, we're at the stress, stress factory in, in New Brunswick yeah. and my girl goes to the bathroom cause this is still, it was last summer. So it was still outdoor. Okay. Um, my girl goes to the bathroom and she comes back and she's like, yeah, I saw Mark. He was going in the green room and I was coming out of the bathroom and he goes, Hey, nice shoulders. You know, <laughs> like it's like, you can't love that shit. You yeah. know, like, like she's not freaked out cause she fucking loves yeah. him. But you know, it's, I DM'd him. He, I asked him to do the podcast he was like, uh, like a sigh of not relief type mm. of sigh. So, we'll, hey, but I'm when in the that, DMs. Coming I'm, up. I'm in the DMs. Oh, yeah, he let you in. Yeah, he let me in the DMs. So, I don't yeah. Know. It's that's a weird thing to try to, because I'm good, man. Like, I can sit down with anybody. Like, I don't, I'm not going to be intimidated. Yeah. You know, like, I'm good. Yeah. Like, I just talk. But you don't, it's hard to get that because it's like, how many requests do you think they get? You know, quite a few. Probably a lot. And you got to get them out to Jersey. And I'm also just a random guy in a fucking garage, yeah. Yeah. There's that, too. Do you ever, if you got a big guest, would you go on the on the road for him? Oh, yeah, I've offered it to people mm-hmm. before. Yeah, bigger guests. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, it's more, they don't know who I am, and it's like yeah. dealing with an artist, and then there's a team, and yeah. I def. oh, I would 100%. Like, you know how it would work? It would work like a friend of a friend or a friend of the podcast or a guest would know, would have like a famous person and they would set it up. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Somebody who's been on it before, like that would be the only yeah. way. That. So you're not just like cold emailing, like asking, Hey, come, come I've on. Done it. Yeah. But it's it like, feels, it, it's, it could work, but it's mm-hmm. not as easy. No. And I have enough. I like doing it this way. Like this is yeah. the type of conversation I'd like to have. So, you yeah. know, you talk to Rob or something like that. Like, I'm not going to make my ask ask to him until it's the th- one thing in my life that I need him. Like yeah. I'm in the DMs. I'm good. Like I can hit him, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to do it. Like I can be like, Hey, do you want to come on the podcast, dude? It's going to yeah. get, it's going to get 10 times the amount of views that I normally get, but mm-hmm. it's not going to move. It's not going to do much. But you if know? you had the moment but, and it was like the momentum was right, it, 
it might be the time. Yeah, but th- it's also just like a, like this podcast is just of more of I don't really I'm not that picky. Like it's weird. I have my own like I'm picky, mm-hmm. but I couldn't tell you why I don't want to have somebody on. Like it's just mm-hmm. like I don't want to have. It I on, feel that you know, but. and it's tough because you know you could be like kind of friends with them. But just be like, eh. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't know if I you can know what? do and it it's, two hours. It's not about the person, too. It's about the ability for them to have a conversation. So yeah. if I sense anything that I can't have a conversation with this person, or it happens with artists a lot, where it's like their music is crazy, and then they can't talk about their music, or like, they're yeah. inf- or they're just, it just they can't put it together. Yeah, and that's fine. But I really try to have like a sense. I feel like I have yeah. a good sense, but you know, not it's all, all the time. different. Like some artists, I don't. I don't want them to say too much. Like, you know what I mean? Like if, yeah. if like keep up a little mystique, you know, like, true, I, like I could, true. like I could fuck with that with some artists, some artists I want to know everything. I don't know. And I can't even really say why I want that for one artist versus another, but sometimes it's kind of nice to almost know nothing about their process or about them and then just let the, the art speak. So, yeah, but that doesn't yeah. really make for the best interview. Well, you never know because I I don't ask artists to perform. Like if they want to do something, they can. It's not the show. Mm-hmm. Like I don't make that a thing. And there's a great show in New Jersey called The Wolf's Den. Uh-huh. They do this crazy, like they have like a studio type of area, and it looks like um, if you've ever seen those videos, I forget w- w- what it's called. Slip in my mind where the mic comes down from the. Oh, colors? Yeah, colors. It look it's like that type of vibe. Got you. And they have that. Like, that's their thing, dude. Yeah. You know? And for me, I'm more like, hey, if we're gonna do it with just talking, then we'll see where we can get with talking. Yeah. You know, if you want to perform, cool, but I'm not gonna ask, you know. Yeah. So that's kind of how I but then you because these other podcasts do it so well. If yeah. I if I do that, it'll be a different podcast. It'll yeah. be dedicated to that. But Hell yeah. you know, that's how it goes. Yeah. But so you made this move to LA you figure all right this makes sense for me I like it here and so did you know these people who you're moving in I did I live with like basically my best friends oh good good. yeah yeah and so you guys this was like a collective thing though like they were all we talked about it for a while got it yeah so like everyone that I live with is like 90% of that or whatever like four out of five people in the house men right now are like produce or are in music somehow. And then my one friend, Max, like he's, you know, videographer and works in film. And then I've just been working in film as like my day job too. So it's been interesting. You went to school for that too? I did not. I went to, I studied cognitive science in school. So I was like, I went to Delaware, I was studying business and then, but I always was like more like a science kid. Um, And I was like, I just wasn't feeling business. Like I'm interested in it, but I hated my classes. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna, Switch this up. So I switched cognitive science. Did like, all right, graduated, did all that. But by the time I graduated, uh, just talking to my professors and stuff, like they're like, yeah, if you want to like do this, you got to go to grad school. And it's going to be like this research hall. And research is just getting to a point where it's like they only want things that give results, which is just bad science. So I was kind of like, this is a little discouraging and sad. I think I'm going to chase my dream like in music for a bit. And then like I, I could come back if I want and um, go back to school. But I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't love school that much, to be completely frank. Dude, to quote Cody Johnson right now, who's a country singer, is the dream won't chase itself. No. Take it, take it while you got a chance. If you got a dream, chase it. Cause a dream won't chase you back. If you're gonna love somebody, hold them as long and as strong and as close as you can. You just. No, you just got to do it. You realize where you were, where you are in life. Yeah. Which most people don't know where they are because yeah. it's hard to zoom out. 
Yeah. yeah. I feel like I real luckily I realized it. Mm-hmm. And it's just like it's not it doesn't happen as quick as you think, but it's like as long as you know you're making some steps, you you can sleep at night. Dude, what you feel good about it? You want some Gary V, bro? Yeah. <laughs> you really turned it up. <laughs> yeah, the I fucking love the those impersonator, the Gary V impersonator. Dude, I found the one guy, um Nemaz, his uh-huh. name is dude from Can- he's Canadian guy. Oh my god, is it cuz You ever so seen good. the the video of Gary V where he's like uh every day well, he goes like every day, three days to four days out of the week, I wake up and I picture my family just being killed, being brutally murdered. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, that is the only thing that puts my life into perspective. The most metal shit I've ever heard. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to clip that right into yeah. that, this fucking thing. Dude, yeah. And it's actually, I don't know if it's the same one, but there's another one where he's telling the lady to do that. Yeah. And she's not fucking. Yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> That's so like, sad. Dude, I'm not waking up and just picturing my mom dying every day. Oh, my God. I get it. It puts... It, yeah, you'd be thankful that your mom's alive. Yeah. But what are you doing? Dude, to, What are you actually, doing to the upstairs? Dude, Gary V exists, so you don't have to do that. Yeah. The other funny thing about <laughs> Gary V, respect his hustle, but just like the... he, I, I've watched compilations of him just repeatedly being like, you gotta eat shit. And once you're done eating shit, just eat some more shit. <laughs> but it's just... It's a hilarious metaphor. It is. Because he's just, you know... No, just because we were on the dreams thing, it's like, it's such a... You know, cliche now of just uh-huh. like you, you know, people just watching Gary V videos and then starting some fucking yeah. business. Oh wait, that's what I did. Yeah, but I fucking met him in person. How it was, was he? Was real. he a cool guy? Fucking chillest guy ever, yeah. dude. I talked to his dad for like twenty minutes. Did he give you a V friend? That was before that. Oh shit, dude. If I would have put him on NFTs then, dude, I would have been, <laughs> I would have been fucking out here. So I would would not have been right here. You know, like, do you want an NFT? Shit. Oh no no dude! I have yeah. rules. I have rules. Investing yeah. rules. It's I don't have to check. If I have to check in more than once a year, I don't do it. So. Yeah. That's smart. Yeah, that's yeah. real smart. Yeah, I didn't do it. Luckily, I I think maybe I could have made a little money, but I don't. You know, I crazy. wasn't really feeling it. The fucking guy. You remember the song, Jordan Belfort? Yes. Guy made six figures on an NFT. Whoa! Yeah, Hell yeah good for his him. Fan base. Yeah, I and mean, through his fan base, not off. I mean, they want. They bought the NFT. They yeah. Wanted I thought of like as I've been working on a project, and I was thinking for a little bit months ago. You know, what if I do like I was seeing people do like NFT ownership of it to where like they'll sell like 20 tokens and that like their fans will own a little bit of royalty on the album or a little bit of publishing. But then I don't I don't know. It just I feel like it. I didn't see anyone do it and people get that excited because I feel like just the money in music is like no guarantee like that. So I don't I don't really see people, especially for smaller, I don't really see people jumping on it. Like, if it was artists they already knew and they knew, like, okay, this is what they usually stream, this is what my return will be, they might do it. That's the people that did it. Who, yeah. Who, who go, okay, I have 100,000 listeners, X amount, or, like, you could just mm-hmm. kind of do the math and know how yeah. much money you're going to make. But with, yeah, I, I don't think for anybody that has an audience less than, like, mm-hmm. tens and hundreds of thousands of people yeah. could even do it where it's worth it for them or the audience because yeah. it's just you don't really have enough buy-in yet to, no. you know and even it's like we know that mm. we can blow up like we know that it's you know circumstance luck we can do some more marketing yeah. whatever like we understand the talent that we have but that's and other people believe in it but it's like that that nft kind of realm was yeah i didn't I can understand yeah. people being skeptical like yes, even of yes. myself like if if because I, I just know artists like everyone's met yeah there's a lot of fucking artists and, and there's, so and there's a lot of people. Yeah, there's a lot of people scamming. There's a lot of people who don't follow through, and it's just, mm-hmm. it's all good. But it's like, I just think it's, it's yeah. kind of like you gotta be an artist nowadays. You gotta really prove yourself, which is 
you know, good and bad. But I, I feel like it's the only thing that's maybe a little unfortunate is just because you have to be so like forward facing. We might be missing out on some great shy musicians. You know what I mean? Oh, that's such a good point. Yeah. Wow. Because they. Yeah, well, the problem is the way that you, if you're independent, the way that you become a successful artist is has nothing to do with art. Yeah. So if you just focus on the art, you're going to lose. Like, the art's got to be decent. Like, you yeah. Got, yeah, you got to yeah. have, like, something that people oh, could yeah. be convinced you to like. You can't do either. Well, eh, I mean, you can have, you could just have, there's so much music that appeals to a lot of people. Yeah. And that most that maybe certain types of people would not claim as good music. Yeah. But, or like you have songs that aren't, are mixed and mastered like shit or not even mastered mm-hmm. at all that end up blowing up or whatever. Yeah. Like the SoundCloud era type shit. Like there's all these technical things that you could say. Like, sure, you have to have something. But, but there's you don't, no hardline rule. No. Oh, and yeah. you don't, because at the end of the day, and I talk about this always about like TikTok and social media, it's like the people are, and John Mayer said this, the people are telling you if it's good or not. Yeah. So we can be like, that song just blew up, but it's the worst song you've ever heard. But we are wrong according to the people that are right and who are the people who think it's good. And that's Because fair. those are the yeah. people who are right in that artist's eyes because they go, I made it. I put it out. All these people said it's good. I don't need to listen to you guys. Yeah. It's be- it's just good because and these people say it is you know anyone could come around to something too mm-hmm. like I try I used to be when I was younger I used to be a little more like arrogant with my music taste and I feel like I would be quick to like hate on a new artist or something but now I'm like I try to be even if it's not my thing like I give it time and then I'm like okay no I get it or I try to see like why kids would like they, like who is he resonating with or she like what is what's going on here like so that's why like hyper pop I don't totally listen to but I get it mm-hmm. I'm like I get that this is just like fucking it's like anti music in a way it's like just break every rule that people want and then there you go and I, I fuck with some of it but it's not my day to day what do you get into like what is your split is it a lot of hip hop or like do you go it eclectic? depends like all throughout my life it's been different but um, right now I pretty much just have like the full spread but I say like I started as a kid like my dad was so big into music, so like he had like like LimeWire, like MP3 Rocket, all these like legally downloading all this fucking music, and like he he was taking his vinyls and he was throwing them on, so CDs, uploading them. So like we, I just had this vast catalog of music, so I was able to go through all that classics. But even just like he he was down with some modern music too. Like he was really into like a lot of the fucking angsty bands of that time, like System of the Down, like AFI and all that. So I like. A lot of my like subconscious root in music is like very angsty. I would say like I like it, and if if I'm like really feeling a song, I'm probably maybe I'm a little sad, <laughs> maybe I'm a little upset. But there's like times where I'm making something that's like really happy. But I feel like I, I'm like if I'm really locking in, I'm almost sometimes a little more melancholy. At least where I've been lately, and I think that might just be from like the childhood influence. But then yeah, I mean my dad was always cool with hip hop. His just knowledge on it wasn't huge. But then by the time I was in like sixth grade, I was listening to so much goddamn Lil Wayne, maybe fifth grade. And then it was like Lil Wayne, Drake, fucking Kanye. And then like I just I kind of felt I got into like indie music, like really light kind of shit for a little bit in high school. Hopped back on the fucking hip hop train was like Kendrick Lamar stan. Um, did all the research, like had like fucking Illmatic in my car, like 
without a aux for a while and just was like, oh, I'm just going to be fucking listening to Illmatic every day and figuring that out and like wanting to just rap as good as I could fucking rap. But um, over time, I feel like I've just like now I just really love like good songwriting. So it could just be any genre, I would say. Like if I if the song's written well, I'll fuck with it. Or it's like I'll try to find something I could like about anything. But yeah, I don't know. My like the artist I just keep always go back to is like fucking kind of cliche, but just like Frank Ocean, SZA, fucking Kanye, Drake, many more. But like those are like they've just been mainstays in my life for a while. Damn, that's interesting that you've went. Yeah, I mean, dude, mine, mine was my I guess that era of the melancholy or the system of a down or whatever, like mm-hmm. that type of music. For me, my upbringing was full classic rock only mm-hmm. and a little bit of Dixie Chicks, you know? Got like you. So, dude, I listen to classic rock my whole life. No idea really what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Like, it's either, I guess it's like just chasing a girl down a highway. Sometimes and a they're underage, too. It's a lot of underage, <laughs> like, and blatantly yeah. underage, dude. Yeah. Like, they say it. They yeah. just don't say underage, but, like, she was she was really young or whatever, yeah. dude. And then you, it's we like, got to look up how many classic rock songs are about chasing underage girls. Yeah, man. and but, how many of them were torn with one, too. Yeah, it's, it was dude. a weird time. But it's like, Yo, I mean, Tom Petty's great. Led Zeppelin's great. Yeah, hell yeah. Like, all that shit. And a little bit after, like, in the 80s and the Zeppelin and all that. I'm glad that I came up on that. Um, But, yeah, man, I found System of a Down in in, uh, probably, like, freshman year of high school. Yeah. After, like, I found... After my friends put me on events sevenfold and that. And then I went into, like, the System of a Down and more of the kind of hardcore um, rock. And, um, yeah, I found, like... I didn't listen to rap until I rapped, so... Gotcha. I didn't... Like, so when you're saying... The Lil Wayne's and Drake's, but like mm. that's when it was cool. Like that's when people were listening to mm. it. Like your friends were listening to it too. Yeah, I wasn't involved you came in back late. then. Yeah, 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 I came in way late. Yeah. So the only rappers I knew were Eminem. You know, mm. I knew Drake. Like I knew the big ones, Lil Wayne, but yeah. like I had, couldn't name a song. Didn't know the words. Got you. Probably knew Mockingbird because my friend would just listen to it. But yeah. like that was it. So and like oh you know I guess there's I don't know it's just a difference of when you I had to honestly go back. Yeah, and be like, what's Drake's first albums, and what's who's what's Little Wayne's the Carter one or whatever? Yeah. You know, it's I'm crazy. like glad I have like some like core memories to old Drake. Like I could like remember. I actually wrote like a joke song about this one time. It never came out, but it was just basically about like fucking going to his school dance, getting rejected all night, and then coming home and like unironically putting on Marvin's room and just like sitting there and being like, oh, I'm just gonna let this sink in. I know she's with him like <laughs> and that doesn't make me feel good and you know that's and that's still the Drake shit is still you just tap into your petty side a little bit you have fun with it oh yeah oh and dude I tap in I put on <laughs> dude I even put on um, that song 6 you know that one I turn it's so stupid which I one? turn to 6 uh Oh no, nine. It's called nine. Okay, yeah, yeah. I turn, yeah. This, I turn the six upside down. It's a nine. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's the dumbest like thing that you could say. Yeah. Like you turned it upside down and it's a nine it is. now. It's Did like, lie, but though. it is no cap, dude. And I'm just listening to song. As I love the beat. It goes, like, yeah. Like getting out some crazy shit, dude. I'm just on my vibe shit when I'm just listening. The amount of Drake you know? songs I know word for word is something I don't think I could admit. I think that's it part might, of his thing. <laughs> it might be like 50 plus. <laughs> All right, RV, we're going to bring in the uh, Drake karaoke. Let's like, literally to the point where like one time I had a dream where I was opening up for Drake and like the crowd started to get upset 
and I just started performing Drake songs. And I was like, I was fine. I was performing deep cuts. Like, and I was fine. Doing Drake better than Drake. Yeah. yeah. He was, he, I think he did well. I didn't, I don't know if I saw him in the dream, but then it was a great, it was a fucking great dream. I will say overall. Dude, if we could do a quick life, life swap and just go in that body and just start mm. doing those songs. Dude, imagine any pure Drake fan would just fucking be fun. Drink. Yeah. Be dude. a good, good, be a good amount of fun. Dude, he could have clones doing his shows hundred, like MF Doom shit. He definitely could. Yeah. I don't think he will for I, he's he's like a pretty good performer. I oh, got yeah. a lot of I got a lot of respect for for Drake's hustle. Me too. I just wish it's, I wish his consistent. music was better but like I respect like now I'm saying mm. but this is we talked about this on the last podcast which is how do you do how are how are you how do you be Drake for that long and continue it's yeah. just nobody has that. Nobody goes like there's always a time when yeah. you just or like Jay Cole's retiring or whatever it's like you just don't have it forever mm-hmm. and that's just how it goes that's like the life span of an artist I don't know like cause like Jay Z like 444 I fucking loved I, I think loved that's it. one of his best albums love that too so I don't know I yeah. feel like like I don't try to think of music as like oh I'll stop it at this age but I do think like if it's just if the life experience and just like every if everything has been talked about been played out I've tried all these sounds my need is to take a step back, do something else for a little bit, keep doing it. Like, I don't think I could ever not make music. Cause just like, for me, it's like, I don't love watching TV that much. I don't really like watching sports. Like if I get off work, if I'm like, I'm just trying to like make music or think of ideas and like fucking write movies or like do whatever. So I don't plan on stopping that, but I think it's good to have the self-awareness now. Maybe don't, people don't need this, but also I don't, I think in this time, it's probably good to put out a lot and people can find what they like because like I, I'm definitely more of a perfectionist and I have trouble releasing music for that reason. Cause it's just like fucking once you've heard a song so much, it's tough to know what, what's really up with it. And then, you know, that happens so many times and then you're like, shit, now I'm just sitting on all this fucking music, which I'm trying not to do. So Yeah. <laughs> But I'm, I'm finally kind of not doing it. Like I'm, I'm turning, turning the, the tide. I looked at your Spotify and go, <laughs> and I go, oh, he's like me. Yeah, it's like he didn't. Or he released two songs this year or whatever mm-hmm. year it was. I'm like, yeah, that's my cadence. I'm like, focus and make this song amazing. Yeah, you know. And then it's, and then just keep making it amazing mm-hmm. for you know, or yeah. just let them sit and then be yeah. like, oh, I want to make a video, so mm-hmm. I'll wait. And then you yeah. wait, and then it's a year later. And yeah, I just had to sit down myself. I was like, "What do I want?" And I, I think the thing I want is just to like make great albums because like all the artists that I like have great albums, and like I love like it's definitely a single era, but I hate the idea of like you should only release singles because I think an album is a more marketable product too because it's just like it's something that people like if they really associate with it like that is almost becomes part of their personality like just the fucking cover of it the like for years they'll go back like you could have them buying a vinyl buying all these things where it's like people attaching to a single like that is more rare and if they are they're probably more casual with it like it's one song you know it's the not... album the album is the podcast of music yeah. basically yeah, yeah. Like so you... that's why I'm like I gotta get one and I'm pretty much like finished writing it yeah so is like, this the first one that you've done like I've done yeah. so let me think so I've done when I was like f- 18 I did a mixtape and then when I was like 20 I did a mixtape and then I ha- have two EPs from around then too like at then I was like I had a lot of output but I didn't care as much about how well mix and mastered it was or like I was just kind of doing that all on my own and like fucking I was on 
ADD meds. So I was just like, we can go forever. (laughs) (laughs) And then, um, so yeah, like, but that was that era of my life. And then now I'm kind of just more like, like I'm down to, I know if I don't have it on that song in that moment, it's like, if the second verse isn't there, I'm not going to fucking like, I'll write, but if I know it's some bullshit, we're coming back to it. Mm. Not letting that, not letting that happen. But I don't know. I think it was like deciding that I was going to do an album kind of made me be like, okay, now like this is a, a project. I just got to just talk about things that are on my mind. I got to talk about my life. And then it kind of was easier to write than most things, I will say. In terms of because you weren't focused on what you were writing about, regard like uh, other than the, your life in that time, yeah. so it was easy just to write about that or yeah. what people want. I was not yeah, really yeah. thinking like, it, and all the songs are pretty. Like I, I think one of my strengths is definitely like I know how to like write to good like pop song structure. So it's like they. They they'll they're marketable, but it's like I wasn't like oh fuck like, I need one for this group of people or this. I'm just like this is me, in this time. I hope people like it, but take it or leave it. I got a lot more music. This will be out, and then I'll keep dropping. Like that's kind of my idea, because mm. it's just like I know that like this project like kind of encapsulates how I feel in this time. So it's like even if you know it's not like fucking making the charts or or whatever. It's still like, I think people be able to look back on it and be like okay yeah that i get that and that was like a solid ass entry in his career and like i think i'll be proud of it because like i've made full projects before and just not released them like had the whole thing 10 tracks whatever mm-hmm. just not really i feel like that might have been the right move in certain times i don't think it was my best work yeah there's because there's that too where it's like just release it or nah, i can make this better ditch it entirely mm-hmm no right answer for any of no those. there isn't you just nope. gotta know like i think you know eventually yes and i feel like i know right now which is good mm-hmm. but not that you know like what's gonna happen with it no. it's more that you have the intuition of oh yeah this needs to go out yeah it's ready yep yeah like ready. that like yeah. this thing's ready maybe i'm not fully where like i know that like I, i'm trying to always improve so it's like i'm not at my final form as an artist but it's like this is what i think i want to give to the world right now so yeah, that that's definitely that was a nice thing to to realize, and now I'm just buttoning this this thing up, which is like the hardest part, low key. But dude, it's so tough, man. We got it written, so hey, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> you know, um, I want to come back to the album, but I definitely want to mm. keep going on like how you got to. I just I know a lot of people went to LA mm. and came yeah. back like really fast. Yeah, because of it's not New York, but it's. I know it can be tough to survive there. It is. I tough. mean, if everybody's going there for the same thing. And just a different version of the mm-hmm. same thing, yeah. then that's got to be that's tough. I mean, it's got to be even ten times more cutthroat. Um, and I think you went there a little bit more organically and just had your homies and like mm-hmm. it kind of was, you know, kind of fit together. Yeah. Um, but like, what has it been like? I don't know how long you've you were in Jersey, but mm-hmm. what has like what's the in terms of the differences in in even just living there, regardless of art and music and all that stuff. Um, so I'd say like, I was actually thinking about it on the drive over. I think the reason why the adjustment wasn't so hard for me is cause like when I was here and on my artist shit here, doing a lot of shows, podcasts, whatever, I'd be driving around all the time. So it's like, I'm used to driving like 45 minutes to go do something with a friend. So that's kind of, if you're not used to that, you might not like it, but it's like, it's very spread out. Um, that being said, I do like how like every like little pocket of the city is very different. And like, if you 
kind of know what you're looking for. Like you could find like any type of food you want, like any kind of music you want to see, anything like that. If you're just like casual tourists, like just looking up the first couple things you see, probably very hard to have a good time. Like it took me like a while to kind of like figure out where do I want to hang out? Who do I want to hang out with? Like, what am I doing? Where am I going to fucking see a movie? And like, but then it's like, it shit starts to kind of fall in line. And you're like, damn, this, this place has got a lot lot to offer you know the nate like there's just little things i loved right away like the nature is fucking beautiful the weather's beautiful you like just have access to a lot of people who are just very serious about their art which is like like you say like it's you know there's so many people trying to make it but it's i think it's like i don't really feel like i'm competing with them over for like territory there because it's like everyone's just on the internet so it's like if i could just meet people that are doing what i'm doing and serious about it that's good like no matter what like i don't really feel the pressure of that Cause I'm also a pretty patient guy in, in that sense. Like I'm not, um, I feel like you can't really rush that type of moment. It's just like things, things fall in line when it's meant to be not even on like a, a very spiritual level, but it's like, you just kind of like almost collect little fucking cards. Like, you know, this guy, you know, this guy. And then once your stack is big enough and it all, everything's worked, worked out, it, it might, it might happen. Yeah. You know? Like I, I always like asking that because everybody also, like somebody else could go there and have such a different experience. Yeah. You know? So yeah, that's the, and that's just living somewhere, somewhere just, that's not where you're used to is yeah. you don't know the, the beauty of the place isn't in the most well-known spots, you know, nah. like it's in those spots that are like the hole in the wall dive bar. Or, yeah. Meet the locals. Yeah. Like I don't, um, I think it's like, Especially in LA, like there's the locals get really mad because you know transplants will come in and then just like shit on the place, but it's like you're shitting on like the things about it that are almost problems that were made by transplants. So it's like and like you're like oh people are so fucking fake, but it's like you're you're trying to like work your way up in the influencer game or something. It's like that's like just know what you signed up for. Like I'm not gonna be pissed like trying to get into entertainment and be like oh damn that dude's out for himself. Like oh really? what it's a fucking surprise to you like it's just like like almost yes. like a similar thing is i'm at the airport yesterday this is like a metaphor almost for this but i'm at the airport yesterday and this lady next to me is like fucking yelling at the bartender because her drink costs so much it's like you gotta know what you gotta know where you're at no one likes it we wish it wasn't like this we wish the fucking whiskey coke didn't cost 20 bucks we wish that the fucking music manager wasn't a blood-sucking scumbag but yeah. that's the reality of, of the world. T- true. And I got a Tito's and Coke the other day at the airport. And it was like, yeah, whatever. Fucking $12 or some shit. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I'm at the airport. I'm about to get on a flight yeah. for three, four hours. Like, um, who cares? I'm not bitching at that guy. No, that's it. Dude, yeah. so I asked the guy. I, was, uh-huh. I said, because I was talking to my girl about it. I'm like, these guys, mm-hmm. this guy makes out. Like, this guy mm-hmm. does well. And so I asked him. I was like, it's got to be like... It's got you got to do pretty well. We're gonna hear and immediately off the rip, he's like, "Yeah, man, I've been doing it for eight years. I love it. I only work two days a week." Hell he's yeah. like, "I like it's everybody's on their best behavior. The I make way more money than a regular bar." And like he's literally ready for that question yeah. to just go off on the benefits yeah. of working there. And if that that how can you be mad? And also they don't control the prices. Yeah, I mean I was at like a Fridays or something, you yeah. know. But yeah, it's amazing that set and setting for people. Yeah. It's just no. They don't you should register. Know, you should know what to expect a little yeah, bit. And yeah. it's a, it does kind of suck. It, like, it, it can be 
like any entertainment industry could be hard to find genuine people in. That's definitely. Oh, I think a, most. I think a lot of industries, though. But yeah, especially. I don't know. Entertainment also has the fame attached, yeah. so everything's uh, exemplified. Yeah. It, like if something's bad, it's everybody knows about it. You don't uh, know if something's bad in the you know construction rental business. No. Because nobody cares about that. Yeah. Like in terms of the but general these are like public. Well known. Yeah. It's yeah. I mean, it, but it's it's literally just yeah. You're gonna encounter those problems with your boss at a fucking restaurant or you know your manager like there's all it's it's human shit mm-hmm. but i don't know like do you think it's human shit or you think it's like the systems we've set up that make people act like that oh i don't know like the you're saying the lady get mad at the drink or, or just like so um, the cutthroat, cutthroat like throat, get out of my way yeah. i'm all for me yeah. uh well it's no that's a values thing man like yeah. that's a values thing i have a va- i have a thing where i do this podcast i do it honestly for personal reasons mm-hmm. but then i realize that i'm also like benefiting people so that's also a reason that i do it because i value that and i value if i hated doing this i just wouldn't do it anymore i wouldn't just do it for the people yeah that benefit but if maybe there was a million of them maybe then i would do it right so it changes the weight changes so it depends on what you value and then what you decide that you value so if that person is an all out from if they could have given you a gig Mm -hmm. Um, but instead of giving you the gig, they were just mad that you would take it over them. So they didn't give it to you at all. And nobody showed up to that gig. Yeah. Right. We'll say that's a scenario. Yeah. Um, that's has nothing to do with you. Like, that's just the fact that they value the fact of them not doing it mm-hmm. over the potential, uh, I guess, downside in their mind of you doing it. Right. Yeah. So. I just look at it as a values thing. Like, I just think yeah. that's a, that might not be everything, but I think that's an easy way and like simple way to look at those things. You yeah. Know? Like, it's just, that's what, if you valued other people, like yeah. I try to value other people. I have people that work for me. I don't always make the right decisions, but I always try to think, what are they feeling right now? Yeah. You know? Okay. Then maybe I'll, the guy's having a baby. Cool. Like the guy that works for me having a baby. Cool. Maybe I'm going to try to send him, mail him some bat, a basket or something mm-hmm. like that. Right. Like that type of thing. That, but I value that. Yeah. You know? So I don't know. I think it just yeah. comes down to that. Yeah. I guess I would just want to know, like if I could go back to like cavemen or, you know, early, early <laughs> yeah. tribal societies yep. like that. I mean, I remember studying this in school, but I don't exactly remember what the conclusion was, but it's just like, where did the line of like, greed and like hoarding and shit almost come in because it's like you know for a while they're you know in a little tribe like you're probably sharing all the food because that's like the only way for everyone to succeed like you kind of need everyone to live do this job and like but now it's like we all live such individual lives like we don't almost like see the utility and just like anyone we meet and then also just because like everything has like a monetary value like we're like running equations in our head like what is this thing worth it to do is this a word, uh, you know, a way to use my time? But it's like, yeah, I, I do wonder how like we almost naturally operate in that way. This is all new, though. That's the thing. Yeah. If you were thousands of years ago and then beyond that or before that, mm-hmm. you would never know yeah. over a few hundred people. Yeah. Like even in even even probably hundreds of years ago, it would be mm. so rare. Like if you were the president, you would probably meet thousands of people. Yeah. Right. But that was the only person. Now, 
and this is like a law. There's a this I forget what the law is called, but uh, it's the fact of you can only hold so many people in your I've head, right? So I think that's a massive effect because the tribalism used to be small tribalism. It used to yeah. be your your family, um, your friends, your circle, and your church and your community. Mm. That's it. Yeah, your community. There's no, you probably knew most of the people, but you probably didn't even know all. Yeah. Of them, right now the tribes are millions and millions of people who now. The tribe doesn't even matter. It's just this idea that I subscribe to, yeah. you know? So the tribalism changed, and there's no way. We don't even know the tribe, right? Because there's so many people. Yeah. So it's impossible. Yeah. So I think that's also part of it. Um, I think back to the thing that you were kind of mentioning um, before in terms of, like, how it changed. Like, there was tribes that would um, murder other tribes, for yeah. sure. But the people in the tribe stuck together unless you broke one of their values. Yeah. Then they would kick you out. Got you. Right? So it's a lot of the culture and like values but if you broke a rule you were fucking yeah. exiled you weren't allowed back yeah. in you know so yeah there's and there's a lot of nuance there's a great book called Sapiens by mm-hmm. Yuval Harari fantastic I've read Homo Du I haven't his, read his, his next book after Sapiens oh really but I never I read, read Sapiens that. it's I like, like I still read it like I've read it but it's just like so dense I just kind of like the flip Sapiens through it cause he dead, just like yeah. he'll run off like Dude knows so much mm-hmm. about fucking history, or is so like thorough with his research. It's just like he'll go on forever. With, yeah, I with can't something. keep up with that. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, and I'm trying to. That's actually, you know, that was a reason, partial reason why this podcast started was because that of that book. book. Yeah, damn, Hell yeah. I gotta, I gotta check it out. I really, I've been playing myself not reading it's, that. It's worth, it's worth it. Um, but yeah, once again, you know, if you've read his stuff before, it's yeah, it's very yeah intense. Like you gotta. The first example is really interesting though. Um, mm. and it's based on I think it's. Fiat, I could be wrong, but like the car company. Uh His thing is that, and this is a super accessible example because it's like the first example, but he's saying that, and this kind of a little bit ties into the tribalism thing, is car, like say a car company, right? Mm. Or say Fiat, right? The car company or Ford or Chevy. They don't exist, right? Like they don't, there's a building the building has a logo. There's a on manifestation it. of them. You know yeah, what I mean? It's like, like they're the, an idea, but it's like they're an idea that has physical attributes. There's a Volkswagen outside, there's yeah. a Honda outside, but it's not a Honda, it's a car. Yeah. Honda's up here. Yeah. So that like that first example in that book of just like the fact that or I have a business, right? Like the business is the idea. Yeah. And then people believe in that idea and then yeah. start to fit themselves into it. But yeah, it's just amazing that we have like the things that we can't touch really like there's no yeah. way we can sure you could touch the car but before you can't touch yeah you know? so it's but yeah, yeah legally could, yeah. in our country they they got as many rights as a person a, b- a business you're saying yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah it's crazy it's kind of yeah. wild oh they get sued and then you don't get sued that's yeah. why fucking LLCs are yeah. the best concept ever because yeah. you can do whatever you want like yeah. I, I worked for a company that went bankrupt and yeah. it was just like oh, we're going bankrupt okay yeah it's not my like it's just I'm just the founder yeah just the family. It's nice. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, like, if, if, yeah, oh, if you're benefiting from it. It wasn't, yeah. I mean, thank God because I left and did my own mm-hmm. thing. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's the, and that's another thing about, I mean, capitalism gets shit on a lot because mm-hmm. it's not perfect. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, dude. Yeah. Fucking your socialism is not perfect. Like nothing, I think the problem, this is perfect. The problem yeah. with me with capitalism is like, it's just like if you let people have open sandbox, like, or be convinced it's open sandbox it's like there's a lot that could go down and like the rules could get gamed and then the dream that's being sold to people is not that like that's kind of my 
problem with it's like my problem with like American culture right now is like the people we're getting fucked by are like convincing the average American that they could be them like and there's just millions of people who are like I could be Jeff Bezos but it's like no you fucking can't because like to get to there like let's just think of like one thing like Jeff Bezos got Amazon but he's out of Amazon but Amazon somehow was able to acquire housing the US uh, FBI and CIA like taking their cloud databases and moving it to his company's cloud so like that to me is just a very clear like okay yeah, this is not just like free market capitalism like this is a dude cutting a deal with the government but yet the general public is convinced that like this is just business how business works but I think it's like business and government in this country have a relationship that a lot of people ignore and it's like if you do favors you're gonna get shit in return and that's that's why I think he's kind of allowed to be the most powerful man is because like he probably knows some shit about some people and he's done some things for some people and it, yeah if you have the CIA's cloud database like that's all the blackmail in the world you're powerful as fuck yeah but he doesn't per- he couldn't access it if he yeah but just to. like that his corporation owns it like even if he's never mm-hmm. looked at one thing but that's it's what, just but, like yeah. the housing that yeah. is like like you have the you know I get it but none of us uh, really understand that no, we don't. But like, just think about how crazy that. Like, just no. I get the thirty years ago crazy. to be told yeah. like a private corporation well, is no, going but to defense. Defense contracting has been around for since the beginning of the government. Yeah, no, I feel yeah, that. But, but like, my idea would just be that like the U.S. government would take their most top secret information and have their own server. Yeah, but theirs might suck. Because yeah. the government sucks at a lot yeah, of stuff. Yeah, because they can't. Dude, we might pay someone. We might would have been hacked by Russia if Amazon didn't. Yeah, have them. you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just reasons. Like, you might look at. There might be literally one reason where you go, oh, thank God Amazon mm-hmm. has it, you know? Yeah. And if you just knew that reason, you everything would change. Yeah. It should, but I understand. It's not the example, though. It's the premise. It's yeah. the fact that that could happen, and that looks scary as fuck. Yeah. But my thing, like, not, it's, it's everything isn't what it seems it is. That's true. Mm-hmm. Like, the Federal Reserve Bank. It's not federal. Mm-hmm. It's not a reserve. It's not a bank. Yeah. Right? So, everything... And who knows what that does? People think the government prints mm. money. It's your fucking taxes. Like, we mm. pay for a lot of shit. We yeah. pay for everything. Like, the government doesn't just have money. Like, yeah. we pay for that yeah. money. And then they go, it's government spending. That's us spending. Because yeah. we pay the taxes. But so there's all these things that it's just, you have to get down to the root of, like, yeah. why it does Amazon house those? Because Are they better mm. than the government? Why are they better? And it's like it's hard for us in every what are we supposed to do is with everything I think it's almost like what you talked about though with like values is like he just aligns with their values which are not necessarily values that I would align like it's like if you're willing to do shit that other people are not willing to do you'll excel in life but it's but it's like it is like art a little bit in the way that like Amazon grew because of how good it was like and labor that's the thing though that it's like sure. well that's a factor of business I'm saying that nobody was Amazon so Amazon was what it is was the best because mm-hmm. they're the best not because, well, because they the, but also because loophole. they pay less and make people work more later later yeah. I'm saying but the way that the, the mm-hmm. business like there was no other Amazon yeah, there no, is no yeah. other the Walmart, idea you know I, I yeah. fuck, and that's like the yeah. part of capitalism I do fuck with mm-hmm. I just really like hate exploited labor and I feel like that's just like oh, and it, it's, it's getting all, worse and worse yeah um, but then we have these. So it's yeah. like we just exploited no, so many people to get yeah. this phone. So it's fucking crazy. As a consumer, there's no way to yeah. be 
like you would have to cut yourself off the grid to not buy exactly. a product that like comes from exploitation. Yeah. Monthly is just like in the US, I think there's some things we could, you know, like we got voices and like, especially just like as workers, you're powerful as fuck. You don't work, nothing happens. Dude, I'm fucked if nobody else works yeah. on my shit, dude. Yeah, you're my like, shit explodes. and that's like, and everyone, I? I can't do it all. And like, you feel weak as like, if you're working at a big ass place, you feel weak, but mm-hmm. it's literally just like, you know, talk to the people around you. Um, like, that's the one thing I do like about the film industry is like, over time, um, most departments in it like have been able to unionize and like get like pretty. A pretty fair thing going on, especially in an industry that's like notoriously very dangerous, very like overwork you. And like I work in production, that's like a department that unfortunately like has not really seen like a significant union. So it's like you could still have a week like I could have weeks where I work like sixty five hours and like I'm not getting weekly OT. So it's like I'm only getting OT daily over the amount of time that I agreed upon so there's like things that you just think are like universal laws of labor but they're just not and like that's kind of like that's why I feel like on like the political spectrum of like my ideal society like I would kind of fall somewhere between capitalism and socialism because I just Mm -hmm. feel like it's like you having the game gives people some purpose and definitely like allows people to innovate and like find what they really want to do with their life but if you let the game go too unregulated it just always turns into like fucking a contest who can have the most money and just the same things that make me nervous now is like i just think whoever powers that be very wealthy people are like trying to starve out the middle and lower classes like it's like you know gas fucking doubled in a month and the markup was eight percent on their end yeah so it's like that's just like and that's not affecting the ultra wealthy or yeah there's so many where you see the um what is it yeah like the cost goes up and then the margin goes up like doubles or something you're like whoa whoa whoa, dude like Like wait you just use that as a well that's the thing though that's the problem that's Mm. like rent control right yeah if the rents go up too high there's rent control. Yeah. They tell that business, yeah. we're fucking you, yeah. or we're just making sure you don't do this because people can't even survive. Mm-hmm. We can take that. We already do socialism, fire department, police yeah. department. We already do socialism light. So the problem is then how you go in that business maybe and you say, hey, dude, you can't do these margins. Now you're in a thing where now the but the government doesn't know the business they just you know so it's like i think it's just like something like gas though it's like they do know it and it's also like it's just so critical because it's like for someone that is living paycheck to paycheck and like has a fucking 45 minute commute or whatever it's like that doubling of gas could literally be like difference between them eating or not eating so i feel like and like that's something that um living in la is definitely giving me more perspective on is just like how much fucking vast poverty we have in this country and it's like like people should be more embarrassed about it i i really do think because it's like there comes a point where it's like okay how long are we just gonna allow people to like suffer in front of us when we like we know and like i don't even know who the we is but it's like there it's like it's all there the food's there the money's there people literally just want to fucking go home to an apartment and like have their freedoms and have their things but it's like Part of the problem is, too, because a lot of these places would be like, we'll only house you if you're off drugs. But then my theory on that has always been like, I do drugs. Like, we all, like, most people smoke weed, drink, dabble in some extracurriculars. So it's like, I I feel like if, if a guy is going to be given, especially in L.A., it's like they're proposing to build, like, these 
and they're starting to build them. It's it's literally a fucking shipping small shipping container instead of tents, like to have people in these. But it's like you have to be clean. I'm like, I in my opinion, you don't. <laughs> like if you want to fucking shoot heroin in a shipping container, like I feel like that is what happens within that box is you. Like that's like just kind of how we operate in America. Like it's it's your fucking house. Like you know, it's people on Adderall telling them they have to be clean. Yeah, yeah that's the it's crazy bullshit. shit. It's people or, on literal prescribed meth. Or literally oxy and telling the dude don't do heroin. Yep. yep. So it's like I don't, I can't fuck with that. Yeah, that's the thing. That's 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 a problem. Well, and we know the real problem is not drugs. The yeah. drugs are a it masks life. Yeah. And so you have a mental issue mm-hmm. that now is masked with drugs. Or a huge financial issue, or like there's yeah, just yeah, life your life could have just collapsed. Or you broke your leg and yeah. you got addicted to pills and you don't have, you can't go to cold turkey because you die and now you'll be yeah. in this. Yeah. Or if you're in a big city, one fucking bad night. Because like if you really think about it, you go out with some friends, you separate from your friends, you get too drunk, your phone dies, you got nowhere to go, you end up on the street, you get fucking mugged or something, you can't make, like, there's like, you could have a bad night that turns into a bad fucking couple days and like, you're just on the street and then a lot of, like, that happens to people and they don't make it back, like, they you know, get hooked on some shit, and it's like in Skid Row, LA, it's like they're selling drugs for like a dollar a hit, so it's just like it, it's it's really an endless cycle, like, there's people will keep going there because if you're like fucking need this drug to live, that's the most accessible place, and then you're you're not gonna stop doing it if it's that cheap. So and the dealers know that, and the police can't. They don't stop you. No, they're not trying to get. I mean, no, that's like they don't the, stop that's one of the that. major differences between. That's like, not a solution. No, so New I'm York, LA is like yeah. police are like, like they're almost only seen as like oppressors there I would say more Mm -hmm. so by the local community because it's like they don't like you don't really see people getting pulled over for traffic shit you really don't see like them doing much for the community it's literally kind of only if like they're like like roughing a dude up almost in in most communities and there's internal gangs so it's like the trust is so fucking low in the police there and their numbers are smaller so it's just almost like weird like lawless in a lot of parts Yeah, the the poverty thing too there's people who it's their job to Make sure to stop poverty, but they're making a hundred and seventy a year. Yeah, you know, we're fucking more. Hey, <laughs> four hundred, dude. That sounds like a good job. It's you know? Gotham. It, yeah, literally. Yeah. yeah, it's and and so then how is it going to stop? Right, and they did it in Austin. I think they they they. I don't know what they did. <laughs> I don't know what they did, but they fixed some of it. But you have skid. It's like there's just the quantity. Yeah, it's just what do you do, you know? Yeah. And and but I don't think they're trying to really do anything too. The the thing is, the people, it's like two things: the people need a place to live, and the people need help. Yeah, and those things are require a ton of money and a ton of time and a ton of effort. I don't think we have enough help to give because it's like everyone no. needs fucking help, and like there, it's just like, yeah, I don't know. It's definitely it's definitely a fucking volatile time. I'll, I'll say that. It doesn't feel so stable. I didn't realize this Society. economy was going to shit. Apparently, this is the first day that the recession was... The first day of recession was the other it day. It really... I don't know. It feel, yeah. I, de- like, it's, I would definitely tell people, like, try to talk to that homeless dude in your neighborhood. Like, just try to, like, try to humanize all the people you can. Because, like, we're going through a weird time historically. And, like, if you can get as many perspectives on it as you can. It's like, if you're just on your phone watching shit all day, like... Most like you're getting a perspective that the 
tax bracket that that comes from is probably pretty narrow. So like, it's better to, it's better to go out and talk to people in the world. Even if they got a wild ass opinion, it's like, just, it's going to be an interesting few decades. Like get, everyone should get a, get, get informed, get to kind of understand the condition of our country and like the world we're living in a a little bit. It's not easy. And like, it's just like, you're never going to fully get this. This is a big fucking complex soup, but I don't know. I feel like I'm, I'm trying to just be like open-minded and optimistic through like what kind of looks like a pretty dark era potentially. Dude, I've made like, I've had more calls and uh, potential business and actual business in the last like two weeks than I've had in the last four months. Like it's just so, it's just, it's just weird, man. It does. It 100 depends. 100% depends on your environment and what is the like what is around you and what are the supporting mm. elements yeah you know there, there's people who thrive in a recession you yeah know? or there's people who are literally like or who lose their job and have a car payment yeah. my friend posted a funny uh snapchat did the other day it was a guy with an srt durango uh-huh. 2022 srt durango delivering pizzas Damn. that's like a sixty five thousand dollar truck yeah. you know and I don't even think you could rent one of those, you know? So, like, he definitely owned it. But, it was like, mm. that's... He was like, if this isn't an indication of the time, yeah. <laughs> then I don't know yeah. what it is. It's that guy, the guy Ubering in his, in his yeah. Mercedes, you know? But Yeah, I, I just think it's, like... I don't know if we've ever... Like, say, like, food got really expensive. I don't think we've ever experienced something like that. Like, because that's, like, going to affect everyone because it just it turns up panic. It's, like, if you start fucking with people's ability to feed their families and shit it's like um that that's kind of stuff that worries me because it just like the way that that plays on the human psyche is like something that they know too it's like which is the freaky thing where it's like i just it's fucked up i don't think i could ever be able to sleep at night if i knew decisions i were making were gonna literally like just trigger complete chaos Dude, veganism won't exist if this happens. Celery's 18 bucks. They're like, Purdue's okay now. It depends on what soy we have, though. We might all have to be eating soy. Yeah, true. It might be all Dude, we might turn vegan, bro. That's the only thing. Hey, listen, I'll try it out. I don't probably, but... I'm kind of just... I'm just trying to live through this shit. If it goes to an apocalypse, if it goes to a utopia, what are we going to do? You know, like, just just enjoy your life. make Make your fucking world good. But it's definitely... I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I have not. I uh, I did like, I'm a DJ. I do that. It's like mm-hmm. what I do on the weekends, DJ yeah. and stuff like that. And I did a gig for free, you know, um, for a, actually the uh, National Eating Disorder Awareness Foundation. Mm-hmm. And I felt good, man, because it's like, you know, donated my time and stuff like that. But I realized I'm like, you know, I do this podcast. Maybe I've helped people like, uh, you know, uh, not direct, indirectly. Maybe mm-hmm. I've helped people indirectly, but I do think, like, man, I could definitely, like, donate my time more or, yeah. you know, but I work all the time. Yeah. Like, that's what I do. Like, I don't, like, well, I'm like you. I don't, I don't really, I don't know. I, I like podcasts. Like, I will let, watch mm. podcasts and stuff like that, but I don't really watch TV. I don't really, I just get bored of it and then yeah. I gotta do something. So I'm just doing stuff all the time. But then there's people, like, not building stuff who aren't doing stuff mm. and you want to be, you want to tell them to go mm. donate their time. Yeah. You know, so I kind of look at it like that or when I do donate my time to things, I'm, I th- or when I, I mean, I don't really donate money to stuff because yeah. I don't really have money to donate. Yeah. Like I have like five bucks or whatever, but yeah. then you look at it on yourself and you go, yeah, I could do more. Definitely and then you do more. Ask yeah. other people to do more. So I just, I look at it like I do this 
Yeah. This is what I do. I yeah. like I think it's a, uh, sometimes a contribution, you know. But yeah. yeah, it's it's tough because we can all do more, but then you're in a recession. You can't do more. You got to yeah. survive. You got to keep working. Yeah. You got so fucking family. So it does depend on to... where. That's why when people say fuck Bill Gates, bro, I'm like, mm. do you know how much the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation has donated and yeah. done? It's like they've donated 400 million times more than you'll ever make. Yeah. You know? So I just I, think it's natural for people to be like suspect of people that they like you can't understand that type of wealth. So it's like it's you're not like it's just average guy probably a good idea don't trust that guy because say like you know back in the day before we had the internet or something Bill Gates rolls into your town with a proposition <laughs> it's probably not the guy you want to be yeah. hearing from he's probably about to buy out your town yeah, right. so it's like I get it's just like almost like a natural thing to be skeptical but yeah like there's definitely good that could still be done by people like that a lot of money can be moved um, yeah I don't know charity is definitely something that, that susses me out a little bit because I just it's like I would want to always know that my money is going to the spot and you never really do. But, you know, it's still it's I feel like time, like you said, like time's probably the most valuable thing we have to like donate. I mean, even like I said, like like listening to people is not the worst way to donate your time too, because people got shit they want to get off their minds. And like even if, if it's funny, if it's sad, if it's fucking boring, it's like, hey, you know that you probably made their day a little better and you learned a little something just about like perspective on life so I don't know I fuck with that mm. I fuck my, with one of my favorite people. things to do is just chopping it up with random people yeah you know but I'm naturally inclined to that I just yeah. like that I love just love strangers yeah man I see like I give the guys in Trenton money all the time because mm. I go through Trenton a lot mm. I always throw them bills yeah. you know um, so there's that or I just see people man I just like you know oh so like make a comment about something that's happening you know and just yeah. see where the conversation goes or I'm on the boardwalk and somebody just hears something I do. All right, cool. Let's have a conversation. Yeah, yeah man. I, I don't know. I, you know, and I went to Texas twice and I will say just the people, they just talk to you there. Yeah. You know, it's not like this go, this mentality of like, get your shit and get out of my way. Most places that aren't New York, New Jersey, people talk to you a little more, I feel like. Yeah. Just, I didn't <laughs> know that. <laughs> yeah, either did Dude, I really. Dude, and they yeah. fucked with us because we're like, me and my girl like love talking to people yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And so... She's not even as outgoing as I am, but we we just bullsh- we can bullshit with people really yeah. well. So then we start talking to them, and they're like, "Oh, where are you guys from? Oh, we're from Jersey. Like, oh, you guys are cool. Like, you know, they're we're not yeah. from Cali, so they don't. Because if you say you're from Cali, they're yeah, they're like, no, yeah, they hate go it. Home, you know, yeah. but so they don't get a lot of Jersey people. So if we're, yeah. you know, what I realized too, we're probably one of their first impressions of of Jersey. Yeah. So if we're cool, that's good. Yeah. Like, ah, I'm doing I'm doing all right for you there guys. You go. Yeah. See what I'm doing? Looking out for the state. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying. But. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's definitely the Jersey people, especially like these like where you're from, where like I grew up is like not what people like it's not how Jersey is like portrayed in movies and shit. It's it's very rural and different. So it's like people usually don't even know about that. So it's definitely interesting to be like, okay, yeah, this is the side of New Jersey you probably never seen. It's green. PA basically yeah basically PA yeah <laughs> essentially <laughs> yeah PA overflow over here yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's just the river that's the only thing like Holy this shit. is basically Pennsylvania but the river is what separates so you're like mile, a couple miles oh yeah river's right down the road yeah Damn. yeah a couple miles that's it man what, what what town's over there um so this is Holland Township that we're in now and then that backs up to Upper Black Eddy Pennsylvania okay. which is next to Easton 
Easton. Gotcha. Oh, I fucking yeah. love Easton. Yeah, I've been there in forever. Shit to do there, and yeah, yeah. That, no, it's not. I mean, there's so many cool river towns. They used to be the spot. They'd sell you a bong when you were like 16, oh. and it was legal. But it would be like you would go yeah. in, and U- the dude, Utopia. He, you know, yeah, Utopia, yeah. and the dude would be like, "Hey, gentlemen," and uh, <laughs> <laughs> the same guy. yeah, so you know the guy, yep. yeah. and then uh, and then he would be like, so you'd be like, "Oh, what's up?" And then he'd be like, "Oh, you're 16," and then if you just have a boy who's 18, you could get the bong. Yep, it was great. So yeah, I got that, a button. That I, I probably man, broke dude. like three of those too. But oh, shout out, them, man. yeah. But they were all like, like he would say they were handcrafted. I had my suspicions. Probably Alibaba bongs, dude. That was but, a, uh, yeah. a couple of babas in there. Yeah, dude. I had a, dude the roars. Do you ever? Did you ever yeah. get a roar? Man, uh, oh got, yeah, yeah. The roar was a rip. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I actually, you love a good bong. That piece over there is a utopia. Is a utopia. Is a utopia. Fifty-five buck guy. Like, Damn. Like just, I don't. I'm not one of those guys because I'll break it, so I yeah. don't buy expensive stuff. I've, I've had my, my current bong for like two years. I think it helps that it's like this fucking big. Yeah. <laughs> it's or you get like, the borosilicate glass. That's yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. But Good if shit. I buy it big enough, I don't move it around that much. Mm-hmm. If it's small, like my brother's bong, like the other night or like last night, I like I had a late flight. I'm like, hey man, can you just like please, just I know you'd be asleep, just leave the bong somewhere for me. I immediately almost broke it. I was like, yeah, that would have been, that would have been shitty. I, I never want to break someone else's bong. Dude, I um, was in my apartment. I had one roommate, uh-huh. and he wasn't there. Uh-huh. Hey, use Broke the, his bong. Use the bong. Yeah. Dude, I, uh, the bowl was, I was cleaning her out, and uh. Uh, my girl was in the, was like in the living room. I'm in the kitchen. I broke this shit, and I, dude, like, she was like, I was scared. You know, mm. cause like I was pitting like, dude, I'm not like, I'm not, I don't fucking hit anybody. Like yeah. I'm not going to do that type of shit, but well, yeah. I will get enraged. Like That'd I do crazy have a rage if you were the type of dude to just break your roommate's bomb. Dude, I'm It's <laughs> like, yo, I'm tired the of you, broken. Dog. Let's just. Yeah. Dude, it's so funny. Clean though. the dishes, bitch. Yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> you owe me. Yeah. <laughs> dude, yeah, but I got so mad, man. I got so mad. That was when I had mm. to realize like, dude, I got to kind of dial this down a little bit. I yeah. can't just get so, cause I get mad about small things. I don't get mad about big mm. things really yeah big things don't piss me off i kind of instantly accept it are you have road rage you got bad road rage you know i have um really tried to use my meditation tactics nice during dude if i now not all the time i do get a rage but most mm-hmm. of the time now i'm just like dude i'm in a car yeah like i try to go to that mindset of like there's nothing all i can do is yeah. control this car right now yeah you know? I've somehow become... My dad was such a crazy, like, road rage guy. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I remember when I was, like, 17, like, the first couple times something happened, I was like, race up, fuck you, like, went the full way. And then I was like, oh, no, we're not doing that. We're not dying on the road. <laughs> so now I'm just like, really, someone could do so much. I might, like, say something under my breath, but I don't even really let it affect my mood because just you just got to keep it fucking pushing. You got your own safety to care about. Just just keep it pushing I've seen some shit on the road in LA where I was like okay if that happened to me like just wild ass hit and runs where I'm like that would definitely probably bring me to a rage but yeah also shit gets real you don't know who yeah. knows jujitsu like oh, I, do don't you ever, fight, the, I don't fight I don't fight dude I don't I did I, I fought all, but dude. it was dumb it was childish it was like yeah. shit I did when I was a kid but I feel like as a young man something in you maybe there, maybe it was shit happening in my life at the time but I just think there's something in you that wants to fight Especially dude, when you don't really know down. what it means to fight. Dude, I'm walking and I'm like, I'm ready, bitch. Yeah. And like, I'm in a fucking, I've never fought before in my life. But uh, I'm like, I'm fucking, anybody could come at me, bro. Fuck them up. You know? You ever lost a fight? Dude, I've never been in one. Oh, shit. At all. 
I've been like, in a, I've been in like a not couple. Not even the kid I've shit. like lost. Well, that's that's gotta be a hit. I've never so like really go. won, but yeah. <laughs> I've also never, like I've like lost once where like, my nose was broken. And I was kind of I was like a kid. And I was like, eh, this is not really my it's thing. Like a battle wound there, yeah. Yeah. And then, like, one of my friends... What was it about? Do you know? It was about, like, I hated this guy. I, like, I didn't hate him, but he would just, like... He was older than me, and he would kind of, like, always, like, hit on my girlfriend at the time and was, like, snarky about it. And I was... I remember I was just at this party, and I was really drunk. And I'm probably still in... Yeah, I'm definitely still in high school at this time. He might not be. And every time I walk by him, I'll just poke him in the back. Full Yeah, and like, and kind of giggle yeah. and shit, because like that's like the kind of asshole I am. Like I'll laugh while I'm like kind of being an asshole. Kinda, it's almost kind of weird. Where yeah, like, it's the appeal. It's kind of weird. Yeah, why is he getting joy from this? Yeah. What? But yeah, then um he got really mad and like he's like let's fucking fight and then like, I just like took one like drunk haymaker and he just duck pop up break my nose. Oh my so I was God. like, all right, cool. Yeah, fighting's not really my thing and i think like in college like a couple times because it was like at my college just always be like a like something would be happening i like i got caught up a couple times one time a guy i was in my backyard like i lived on like a bunch of townhomes and this guy like walked up to me and and i was living there it wasn't me throwing a party but it was these kids throwing a party and i'm just in my backyard i didn't have a shirt on i was probably i had a little like beer weight and i was you know i was just fucking chilling in my backyard he's like dude put on a fucking shirt and i was like Nah, <laughs> there's no way. Now that you said it, there's no way I'm ever putting on a shirt. And then it like escalates, escalates, escalates to the point where like me and this dude like both slapping each other in the face. <laughs> and then um yeah, but that was like I don't know like in my high school fighting was such a big thing. Like it was just like kind of ingrained to like you got to almost like this is part of being a man, but it's just so stupid because like. Well, one, like, one of my friends in high school did end up passing away from a fight. So, it's, like, I learned pretty young, like, shit could get tricky. Like, and it was just, like, he got punched once, sucker punched, arteries split, dead within, like, a few hours. So, like, that, and, like, I didn't even learn my lesson right away, I think, because it was, like, kind of, like, a traumatic type. Like, I didn't see it or anything, but it was just, like... There was rage that came from it because, like, I knew the kid that did it. And there was, like, a lot of, like, his close friends, like, super angry. So, it's, like, I feel like I still felt some of that, like, fighting spirit. But then, like, looking back, like, that is, like, one of the main stories that I remember just to be, like, and eh, no, like, don't. Like, there's literally nothing. Like you said, like, so many people are doing jujitsu, doing fucking training to be in the UFC. I'm not getting kicked in my fucking head. No. I'm not going to get CTE. I've done, I didn't play football that long. I just like I think I can avoid it. I've had like two concussions. <laughs> so it's like Dude, why I'm, I'm fucked up enough in my head. That... Yeah, why test yourself at a, uh, at yeah. a bar or uh, just out? And but that's just the thing though. Um, especially like being kind of tall, I feel like a lot of guys will try to test me, but I just don't like like they'll just get like chirpy because they want to be like, oh, you're not. But it's like okay, maybe I'm not. Maybe you you could beat my ass. That's all good. It doesn't make me feel like less of a man. Dude, really. see, people it's all good. we're fucking good being short because then people don't even fuck with you. Yeah, they're like ah, I can't. Fucking but you fight could that just be crazy. Guy. You could just could yeah, be. you could be like a sicko, bite their fucking Dude, ear like, off. Could yeah. <laughs> Dude, but I went for the totally, and I went for the vanity thing. Like yeah. I started lifting weights so I could look yeah. larger than I actually am. Uh huh. And so people wouldn't fuck with me. But if they did, though, yeah. I'd still be fucked. I feel like that's just... There's only, like, a few, like... Like, you have height. That's one thing. But yeah. like you said, it's... There's ways factors to, Yeah, here. like, ways to be, like, a male that, like... Uh-huh. 
conveys esteem is like you either go for the vanity thing or you go for the like yep. I, I'm just such a fun dude I don't even give a fuck yeah, it's yeah. like my body I'll can be a little you, off yeah, but, but like I'm having a good ass time yes, yeah. and um, yeah I've usually chose that route if somebody um, wants to fight, they're probably already crazy. So it's like, I'm yeah. definitely not as crazy as this guy. So yeah. he'll probably fuck some shit up. I think know? I want to know how. Because, like, you don't want to be in a situation where you can't defend your loved Dude, ones. we got to like, do some self-defense classes. Yeah, because I don't want my, like, I love yeah. my mom. Like, say yeah. I'm fucking chopping with my mom. And some dude... <laughs> Tries to fight my mom. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna get caught up. No. I'm gonna kick that guy's ass. Dude, and he fucks you up first. Yeah, no, 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 no. no, no. I gotta no know way. what I'm doing. I gotta know what. I'm, yeah, now that I gotta once I'm out of here, you got they got a 24/7 jujitsu. Yeah, we'll we're signing up. Yeah, dude, I gotta. Yeah, dude, there's a gym that does classes like 15 minutes from here, man. No, I'm. A, I definitely in LA too. Like you could go to like the fucking the Gracies, like the oh, yeah. like they. They still got a few of them teaching classes out there. There's so I actually gotta, uh, gotta get on my shit. I think there's a school around here that does Gracie Jiu Jitsu. It's mm-hmm. not them specifically, but it does. They yeah. do Gracie stuff. Yeah, there's. I mean, I just like uh, even. Isn't it weird? I don't know if you get this. Like, if you watch UFC or watch fighting or something, like I feel for the like I'm like oh, yeah. clenching my what the it's fuck primal, is that? Dude. Yeah, it's a primal shit. Yeah. And you go. <laughs> I should learn that. Yeah. And you, it's like, yeah, it's like people watching football. Well, it's like, imagine how many fucking fights there probably are at a UFC event. Just like, I mean, have you ever been to a hockey game? Oh, yeah. Dude, there's so many fights. If they start fighting, there's so many fights in the crowd because people are just like, ah, this, and especially like just dumb fucking like drunk fans. Like they're like, oh, like that, that's actually something that's funny I think is like our like dad's age type dudes they have a different kind of confidence about fighting like they think that they could fight anyone Mm -hmm. like pretty much their whole generation is like no matter who they are they are like nope nah just give me a chance against that guy it could literally be a UFC fighter and they'd be like yo give me a shot my dad's like whatever 61 or something (laughs) and he still is like I I mean I was eyeing him up you know and I'm like dad like and he's not like it's not that he's not in shape or anything it's just like you're it's you're bad you're done like are you, you really can't get gonna knocked do, out of like, this age. they would actually really do it though that's the yeah. fucking crazy shit because it never ended for them nah. they they went 20 years without a fight but they did so many back then that their whole like view of it yeah. is that at any time like i will square like anybody yeah. he's bigger than me but i know he's got a bad knee and shit yeah. it's like dude what like that's what my dad always said find mm. the weakness find yeah. the weakness. <laughs> it's the nuts usually right the, yeah but yeah but if you want to stay in the fight you know yeah. you got to try to find one not that's, kick nuts yeah you don't want to yeah. be that guy but so my thing is i'm down like it like, oh, life it, or death i'm going straight even yeah. like even before life or death like just if they open up that box and i didn't want it at all like if i got to kick some nuts to get out of this I'm down. Yeah. Like, cause it's just like, Hey, I'm not going about my day to day seeking violence, even in the least bit. Like, I don't want it. I don't want anything to do with it. I will fucking get away from it. The only things that make me feel violent is I fuck. I hate when people are mean to, uh, their kids and employees like at, mm-hmm. in public. I hate both of those things. Both of those things make me so like blood boiling angry, yeah. but I, I would never do anything physically. But that's like, that's how I can get triggered in public. I hate that shit. But because, yeah, it's just like you want to speak up for that kid or employee really bad. Yeah, and they might just be a totally shitty kid, you know? Yeah. We don't even know. <laughs> yeah, the kid's a piece <laughs> yeah, of shit. A piece of fucking, he's doing fucking, he's selling loose cigarettes yeah, and shit. Yeah. Like, he's already down a bad path, you know? <laughs> yeah. But uh, he's a QAnon guy. Yeah, fuck. We lost him. <laughs> yeah. We lost him. Dude. He came back. He's like, how many people do you think like went fully QAnon and then went back to their family after like, 
hey, uh, you think yeah. I could still come yeah. to Christmas? But you de- no, <laughs> I yeah, know I told I, you to go yeah. fuck yourselves, <laughs> yeah. and that fucking uh, JFK Jr. is yeah, coming yeah. back to rescue this coming whole country. Back. But that's all yeah. we got. That's all we got in Dallas, man. He's coming back. And I swear. A, and that was the time. I got no shame. I had fun watching those videos because mm-hmm. it was fucking quarantine. I, w- I went through the QAnon oh, yeah. thing. I was like, I'm going to find out what these people are on. So I was also like, it comes from a place where it's like, yeah, we were learning about the human trafficking and shit. So I think those people were like, oh, yeah. Can no, you describe this is- like the QAnon at all? Yeah, so I think I need the, 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 gist, the gist of it is like, it came around the time of, of the Epstein shit, and it, but it's basically like saying that Trump was working behind the scenes to like eradicate all these predators and that he his son Baron was a time traveler and that JFK and that JFK Jr. was going to come back right before the 2020 election or the 20 yeah 2020 election and I think that's essentially the gist of it but it's like yeah I mean there it it started in probably some reality and then, because it's like, the the shit with the human trafficking, I think, was so hard for people to wrap their heads around. It's just like a fucking unfathomable evil to where it's like, yeah, it's hard. But if you really try, it's it's actually not that hard to wrap your head around, like, the power dynamics of it and why, why they're doing it. If you take, like, if you can just see that people are, like, completely, some people are totally immoral. They don't even think about morals a little. Mm-hmm. So I can understand it. A lot of people can understand it. I think for these people, they're like, Someone behind the scenes has to be fixing this, and they just pick their fucking guy. But it's like I don't. That's just the problem with any like. There's no savior. There's no fucking dude who's gonna fix your shit. Like he's not gonna be a president. He's not gonna be a C. He's just. No, there's no one guy no. that's gonna come along and fucking just stop like a fucking global business worth billions of dollars that is incredibly illegal. That all some of the most powerful people in the world are are dealing with you just think one guy's gonna come around and be like nope, it's over yeah you're all going to jail and it's trump and he was friends with the dude <laughs> yeah and it's trump and he's got pictures with them and like they, they were you know he claims you know, he, he he cut him off but it's like what'd you see dude what'd he you would see? literally hire an expert and then not incl- and and be like oh, they're the best yeah and then he wouldn't even listen to him. No. So there's no way he's thing. fixing all this other no, shit. No, it's not his thing. It's not like his thing is like This isn't political. It's literally just fat personality. Yeah, almost. that's yeah. what I'm saying. His thing is riffing. It's like yeah. he like he's a comedian, dude. Yeah. But the and that's what I feel like that everyone missed about the whole like the from the first election was that like the thing he was able to appeal to people that were just really fucking desperate. Yep. And then but everyone tried to shame Yeah, but his shit was made sense. Like his shit of like these are all just like you know the uh, it's 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 the the they are, they're not looking out for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna look out for you. Like all that shit. Like you're right. Like it was a it was a savior type of. It was basically. And, I mean, make America great again was a nobody was saying that before that. Like it's not like everybody had a yeah. realization. Like oh wow, it's actually not great. It's like no, it was pretty fucking great. It's just. Now there's this person. It was great for some telling, people, for sure. Yeah, oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. But like America's great yeah. if you compare it to anything else yeah. ever. You, you know? used to be able to fucking 
work one job and buy a house. Let, let, yeah. Oh, yeah. I totally understand. Yeah. But like they weren't saying that until yeah. he was. It's not like they were all like we're waiting for somebody to make it great. Like, but he went to all the spots that like Bernie went to. Like it's like it, there's a fucking coal town that is everyone is fucking dying and their business is leaving, which is like where these fucking moronic goddamn like middle of the road politicians should be going. But it's like they just don't want to fucking go there. And because they know it's like they don't like these people hate them. Clearly, it's yeah. like we can't relate. But it's like Bernie or Trump. I think the thing that with Bernie is like he has like more of understanding of like what those people are specifically going through I think he's researched it more with Trump he was just like I don't exactly know what led us to this but I'm gonna get you out yeah but he's not (laughs) well Bernie would have maybe won yeah that's the thing if he didn't get fucking yeah if they didn't if they didn't yeah just put all the cards against him yeah yeah I mean he deserved that shit oh yeah like because he's the only I would not have been only dude with concrete policy yeah I would have been happy with Bernie I don't agree with everything that he pushed but that's not policy Mm -hmm. the the thing is like if you agree blindly with everything Mm -hmm. like that's not like I just like I let he I respect that guy people say hey we know how fucked Biden is in terms of his age and his mental health and all that shit but hey Bernie's old as shit like you can't like we're not we you can't say that he's not, you know. Yeah. So it's just pros and cons with these people. Yeah. But yeah, if he didn't get jacked and 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 they didn't, you know, force him out basically, and yeah, that was. I mean, that was promising, man. I'm I'm really, I'm various as we all are, curious to see <clears throat> how what how 2024 is going to play. Yeah, it's in terms a fucking of shit dude, people storm, were saying. Dude. I mean, okay, I don't think DeSantis is running with Trump. I think DeSantis see, Rogan is is uh, trying to. He's back in DeSantis. Uh, no, I didn't, I didn't know he was like backing back. He's like, he's a good, like, it is like, a, I, I obviously like, I don't have the transcript in my head, but I watched Dude, it on Twitter. I it like, was like, he was yeah. like, this is my guy essentially. And like, I can't, mm-hmm. like, my thing is just like, I get people have like their uh, ideas on like economics and shit, which is like, I could really disagree with someone um, on that. And it's like, whatever. But the thing that I just really like, it irks me about the Republicans now is like these dudes who are like clearly not like fucking have Christian values, but they're just appealing to like these evangelical bases to get shit in. But then it's like, we're going to, we're literally going to end up with sodomy laws in some of these States again. And it's just like, how the fuck are we here? Like, dude, weed's almost going to be federally legal, but then abortion's going backwards. You're not going to be able to get head in Tennessee. No, (laughs) no machine guns, but then Concealed care. It's like, I don't know what the fuck is going yeah. on, dude. Yeah, I mean, I think... Yeah. yeah, I mean, what... We'll probably have to... Like, what will we have to see a shooting every hour? Yeah. For, for, to yeah just no, be like, we're going to do something. You can smoke a blunt and mm. have the handgun and be shooting them while you're smoking the blunt. In but school. then you can't... That person can't have... Their girlfriend can't have an abortion. Yeah, I saw you um, talking about that shit and people were people oh, were getting after, dude, getting yeah, after was, it. We had a whole podcast section about it and everything. Yeah. I made the whole clip series on it. You fired, yeah, that was you fired up people Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, for sure. And I was... Um, obviously, I'm... You know, people know what side that I'm on. I, I'm fully, you know, pro-choice and everything. But uh, it, it's like you can't... People are mad that I didn't represent it how they wanted me to. That's mm-hmm. the thing. It's like I can... If I can't make fun of it, like... Yeah, you can talk about it however you want. Yeah, like, that's my thing. Like, I'll tell you my position. That, you're pro-abortion. Yeah, 100%. Abort them all. Yeah, that's fucking kill them yeah. all, baby. <laughs> fucking kill at. your baby. Like, yeah. if you want to kill the fucking kid, like, hey, and that's... that's mm. You could argue about that, too, but, um, you know, it's just the way that I'm framing it. And I don't think, like, really my mentality, and this is going full on that, honestly, that way, is you don't know until you're that girl. Yeah. That, ha- that has a 
a decision to make. You know, yeah. so I don't. Re- I think that's like a kind of downright yeah. fact. Of I the- think it's a health crisis if you think. Because yeah. just think about beyond what you think about if people should do it or not. Like, what is our foster system here? Like, what are we like? It's already shit. You're going to be introducing so many more fucking kids with nowhere to go. And then it's like the ramifications of stuff like that. The literally goes on for generations because it's like you're fucking up people's lives, not thinking about their lives at all. Just being like, nope, this is a life. We got to have this life no matter what. Like I've literally seen people online telling girls that like have been sexually assaulted. Like you need to accept this gift from God. It's fucking twisted. Like, and I like if that is what you think in your own head, go ahead, think it, but like, do not fucking tell that to someone else. Cause that is just like really, really weird. How about I'll just give you a kid and you yeah. just accept that kid from God. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. It, well, you know what it is? It's not, um, the logic extends only as far as it has to extend. You yeah. Know? Like it doesn't work. The logic doesn't need to be the same logic in other places. No. It's just this logic right For here. This. Yeah. But, and, and the fact that they're, that you can say the end of the day there's mm. pr- there's anti-abortion people who are way fucking smarter than you you know yeah. like there's anti-abortion people who are very intelligent those are the people that you're that you need to be worried about they're locked in on this and so, like yeah. it goes deep like there's like like there's some people who like they view it as like oh like we're running out of white people like we need to like have more like that's like the f- most fringe you go oh, on that's it. The, yeah, but it's, it's like that's it not exists, like it's yeah. not like uncommon. Like there was that lady like uh, up giving the speech with Trump and being like, "This is a victory for like white life," and like that's ah, that's that. fucking yeah. freaky. Like that's yeah. that's not yeah. like that's not a spot. I think we should be comfortable having like any percentage of people in our country thinking that way. Mm-hmm. Um, it's because it's also just where where is you're what do you think just my thing is like what do they think is going to happen with all these kids like do they think all these kids are going to get raised do they do they think we're going to magically pop doesn't, up doesn't with a facility for these so it's just god will take doesn't care matter, of them. RV, doesn't matter yeah dude. god's got them. no but that's the thing there's no yeah. programs for these kids yeah our education is fucked yeah fucked and that's yeah. where they're going all day yeah and my girlfriend's a kindergarten teacher she sees it like mm-hmm. at a lower income yeah. school, like it's literally there. They're not of giving people them resources. who should have gotten abortions. Like mm-hmm. not all of them, but some of them. Where they go, where everything now, you're not. You don't value education, mm-hmm. so you don't. You don't value teachers. You mm-hmm. don't care because everything failed you. Yeah. And so you're being this kid's being raised by a person that it's not just the fact that they're disadvantaged because of their situation. You're being raised by. I'm generalizing by mo- most likely a person who doesn't have access to resources for this child, mm-hmm. doesn't believe in the education that this child's getting, doesn't believe in the people that are providing the education, and then they're with those people all day. Or worst case, taking advantage of being able to be around children, which is like a real nightmare problem in the foster system. Because it's like whenever you allow people to look over children, it's like it just attracts predators. So it's like that. There's just so many things about it that worry me. Like I don't think that the people that banned it thought about it even a little and then also just like it's setting a precedent for just more rights to slip all in the guise of like one religion's ideas on what we should do with our Mm -hmm. lives and bodies which i just don't fuck with at all no that's just a shit argument it's just that religion is just a shit and what um people aren't understanding though is that the religious argument we all kind of know anybody on 
everybody who understands understands that that's kind of a shit argument. There's people that go up and debate. Um, say you'll have the pro-abortion person goes up, mm-hmm. and I've seen these videos, and they'll sell, talk about the sexual assault. They'll talk about the you know man an anecdotal story or like mm-hmm. this is a you know um, th- th- how could you what is this uh, how 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 could you try to stop this person from making this decision that would change the rest of their life or whatever, and then you have the um, anti-abortion people who are going right to the science of like just when is it a child when is yeah. it a human all that stuff like they dig their heels in like if you don't have a good if your response yeah. to that is like what if I got assaulted like that's not a response to these people these yeah. people know what they're talking they about they have the point of life they have a good point like, but they almost don't too because no, no, it's like we don't know we don't, anything about consciousness to that degree no see that's yeah. the thing so then you have to come with that yeah. you can debate that but people are debating mm-hmm. on one's on emotion and one's on science or One's on science and one's on logic. Yeah. And one's on logic and one's on emotion. You can't. That doesn't work. Yeah. So I'll see my side, which isn't because I don't. I don't agree with all the people, all the pro-abortion people. Uh-huh. We have different views of it, but you'll see that side. And I'm like, you guys don't get it. Like these people mm-hmm. are fucking smart, dude. Like mm-hmm. we're smart too. Like we have smart people on our side, but it's just, it's just, it's, they have, it, there's more nuance than people realize. This isn't just a religious thing. Yeah. This is religious. You know how many religious people believe in science? A lot. They're fucking smart. Yeah. Like, it's very hard to fuck. fight with like that sort of like right wing. Like they know the exact like they have their opinion memorized. So like like debating like Ben Shapiro or something. It's like I feel like I would have so much trouble with it even if I just knew I was right because it's like this dude's just gonna fucking talk me in a circle. Like point out like the little what thing you're doing about- is, <laughs> and you don't really. And then it's like, and then if you try to have some fun with it and be like, okay, hey, okay, okay. why is your wife dry or something? And then, <laughs> Dude, the best video that I saw, the best one I ever yeah. saw, when he finally, the kid got him, uh-huh. has nothing to do with any of the politics. The kid goes, how much did you make for the speech? How much did you get paid? Ooh, and he was like good. in the hundreds of thousands mm, or something like that's that. That's good. And he's like, you're going to talk about Hillary making that money? Yeah. And the kid like dips out or whatever. And it's like, that was good. You can't mm-hmm. get him on shit yeah. once again. That's very, that's know. super fair. That's Yo, that's like one of the most fair critiques. Fair. And ever he on broke him. it, but uh, he was, dude, he was sweating, bro. Yeah. He was sweating. Yeah. And I'm like, there you go, Ben. Yeah. He's, but he's fucked on, on gay people shit, yeah. dude. He thinks fucking, he he's can't a, take on it. a religious thing. Yeah. Like, Gay, gay, gays are real. Like That's it's a choice weird, and all that. And I'm other, like, dude, you're losing me. Yeah, the other dude too. Um, with Jordan Peterson, I always find kind of funny with him. It's like his like ideal man is like very contradictory to I feel like what he is as a man. And not that there's anything yep. wrong with like what he is as a man, but he's almost like telling men like Oops. be like almost the most like fucking macho like put yep. together version of yourself. But I never saw him as that. And that's what I just think it's like that like there's such a need for those right now. Like just like male role model figures. Um because there's so many fucking guys in this country who uh, are having trouble with work, are having trouble finding anyone to have sex with, mm-hmm. are having trouble with it's just like that you combine all those things, you're gonna be very depressed and you're gonna have and nothing's gonna seem too easy. And then these guys come along this like I don't hate Jordan Peterson or whatever but he's just the example it's just like he's striking a vulnerability in these guys and like he knows if they're my fan they're gonna buy books and they're gonna fucking see me talk and like it is a business and everything they're saying is just not hitting the nail on the head for me where it's like they're just not young men like they don't get what it's like to be a young man in today's age like they've never had the fucking online date they've never like they're talking about it in like uh 
intellectual sense, like, which is cool, mm. but it's like, I think the role models for like younger guys kind of have to be a little younger. Cause like, it's just, they, if you didn't grow up in the digital landscape and like, that's not how you're making friends or interacting. It's like, how are you going to give these kids advice on that shit? I, I respect, and, and to great point about Jordan, but I respect, I look up to people who I want to be like, mm-hmm. right? So I'll look up to um, Joe with his podcast, right? Or I look up to, which is a lot of the people, or even Gary Vee, or even, you know, these are all people I've been watching for five or ten years, mm-hmm. like before they took the main stage or whatever, but like Gary with business, Joe with the podcast, like you have um, Cameron Haynes, like who with... Or David Goggins or these people like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't, I was actually talking to somebody about this today. If I had a business um, mentor, if I had two mentors, mm-hmm. one was made a hundred million dollars and from nothing and wasn't physically fit. And the other one made a hundred million dollars from nothing and was physically fit. Mm-hmm. The physically fit one I'm going to listen to, right? Yeah. Because I, I want to emulate that. I don't think I think that like I think that the mind and body are all encompassing and together and I and I want to be successful in that other area yeah. too, right? And so but that's what I aspire to. So yeah. I look up, but the thing is like I don't know if people even I don't know if they I think the people that Jordan's talking about specifically though, they don't maybe they don't have people they look up to and they're yeah. trying to take his big thing was that was people trying to um take other people down for not using the proper like pronouns that was yeah. the origination of it and i don't know if that comes from your parenthood or something like that yeah. but that's kind of what he was railing against i i i think first because they were trying to tell him to do something that yeah. you can't demand from another person yeah but yeah in terms of the role models thing though like i just look up to people i want to be like yeah know? but maybe people don't have that or their not role models are skewed or yeah i just uh, think it's tough to to know like there's no one archetype to like a man should be, and I feel like we're just learning that more, you know. Because for years it's like there's you know your provider, you're like these like certain characteristics, but now it's like, mm-hmm. you know, wherever you fall in like the spectrum of like what a man is to you, it's like just, it's not necessarily like how you act, how you talk. It's just kind of like know what your core principles are. I don't think it needs to be as much focused in like gender or like, like, uh, gender traits or, you know, like this is how I'm supposed to act. Cause I'm a man. It just, just fucking figure out who you, who you are and what you want. And then, kind of act like that and maybe find the role models you want, but you don't need, like if you're like a, a guy that's struggling to figure out what he wants, like you don't need the guy who's like so different than you to tell you what you should be, you know? Oh, that's a lot. Of, and that's also what I hate on online a lot where mm-hmm. you have a guy who is doing an ad for fitness coaching or something and yeah. they have a pizza and they're like, you can eat this. Yeah. It's like, Dude, that guy's fucking genetically gifted. Yeah. Like, he can eat a, the whole pizza and nothing happens. Not because yeah. of his diet, just because he's him. Yeah. Right? So, it's there's so much of that. Yeah. You know, of people saying that you can... Well, that's what you're saying, kind of, is this massive disconnect of, like... Uh-huh. Yeah, I think that it's... In, but this is the thing. Let's look at the facts, is that it's incremental changes, right? Like, yeah. you don't become a fucking Goggins or a fucking no. Jordan Peterson or a, and a Trump or anybody. It's incremental changes over time anyway yeah that makes the difference so yeah that's it's interesting to look at though to see yeah there's a weird like on one hand i'm like yeah our like our parents generation like you said they their their teachers like beat them up in the closet and shit like that and fuck them up too much yeah maybe but 
They, uh, well, yeah, I was going to say they turned out all right. They yeah. got it. They, were, they fucked us up a little bit, too. Yeah. Um, but I respect that. Like, I respect, like, just getting, like, just mm. having a scrap with somebody because you don't like them. Yeah. You know, I respect that. That's one thing. And then our generation doesn't do that as much. Everybody sues everybody. Yeah. If you get in a fight at 16 and they that happens, then the parents sue you and yeah, then you're screwed exactly. for life. So then that's changed. So there is a softness a yeah. little bit because of the landscape's changed. Yeah. So then you have the internet. So, But then the pushback on that's like, now it's like, there's all these, like, alpha male type podcast like I feel like it started with almost like Dan Bilzerian type character but it's like this crazy aspiration that like just guys you're not gonna hit it like and it and it's also like if that's what you expect it's not good but then that's also kind of just what like the dating landscape has become because of social media and it almost is like reverting back to like more primal kind of things it's like a dude with so much status is eating up so many of the potential matches for your average guy. So it's like, if you, it's not easy to be comfortable with that. If you're just like, you know, guy like working fucking nine to five and you are having trouble holding your girl down for, you know, the Dan Bilzerian type, it's tough to like, let your ego come to terms with that. And I don't even know if it's supposed to like, I don't, like it's yeah. like not like how, like he's not supposed to feel that good. So then I think those guys are like they're looking for someone like I need to get fired up. I need to become Dan Bilzerian. But in reality, it's like I'm like you might have just met the wrong person. Like they, they someone probably shouldn't fuck you over for like the first opportunity to yeah. fuck a rich guy or whatever. And or vice versa on the gender level. Like it's just I think people are like assuming that everyone has these like morals of like the most clout thirsty person when it's like it's not everyone yeah and that's always been though that's yeah. that is a tribalist thing in terms of like the alpha male but now you can just be an alpha male within your like little group mm-hmm. and so everybody there's like personified alpha males you everywhere know, just everywhere yeah. yeah and and yeah it's it's it definitely the social media is, has made it so much easier to be that person and you can just kind of fabricate it whereas before it's like you might have had to have the body or you might have had to you know uh had all the girls be just naturally attracted to you like there's people like that there's guys that girls just more like Mm -hmm. naturally attracted to them than other guys and they're not even you know the most fit or the most good looking or whatever you know just because they had some game or like they had a pheromone that was released or something it was working for them that night but yeah it's it's definitely not oh man i mean this whole thing i heard a story of a guy who i don't know what he looked like but um he worked for he sold supplements Uh every tinder date he went on he closed them on the supplements and got them to buy like 80 100 (laughs) dollars. and that's why he dated like that's like he dated to date too but he also closed all of them and like made a ton of sales holy shit yeah so like that's part of it too i (laughs) mean yeah dating is like it's a way amazing what it the online dating is just it doesn't it it it, it's not it yeah i mean especially in like any any big city or industry it's like people are they're gonna use dating too to to move up it's like Mm -hmm. and it's not i think it's like because of the whole me too thing like the lines got like really like we've made like a hard line where it's like this is like this interaction is like always inappropriate but it's like the inappropriate or not like they're not probably going away like people like fuck their coworkers and fuck people to move up all the (laughs) all the time like and it's like i don't yeah i don't I don't even know if I have that much of an opinion on it. I just think it's a reality, you know, where it's like, I don't see that going away. Now I like, Oh, wine scene or something is like a different case. Like that's like wherever there's four like non-consensual shit. But I think it's like, I don't know. 
like it should probably be within someone's right to be like I'm gonna have sex with them because I think we could make some business happen. <laughs> I know. I like. I don't, I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah, there's a guy that I know who like married his wife because they just started working together. Yeah, and they like mostly did. They they did a ton of business together. Yeah. like ah, oh, they just as long as it's like yeah. if no one's being used, mm-hmm. like it's not cool to be like yeah, okay, I'm gonna yeah. fuck fucking not be into but this then, person dude, but if you are being used this is they had that one tinder what's the guy justin or something the Trent, maybe you can try it was that the, was that the tinder swindler i don't know check out tinder's tinder swindler and then i think his name was like there's another justin guy but this guy they made yeah like the documentary about they're like he led all seven of us on and like mm-hmm. he said that he was this and he wasn't you it's, shouldn't it's send like, him 50 grand you never should yeah like yeah. i just don't like why people can't take responsibility for their own actions yeah. If I get fucked over, it's my fault. I'm keeping that L to myself. Dude, I'm keeping that L fucking... Yeah. I'm not throwing it in the dock yeah. for everybody to roast me for the end of time. No. But but then there's that, though. Like, you can't... Yeah, a guy fucking did that to seven mm-hmm. girls or whatever. Like, it's not good what he did. Yeah. We're not condoning it. But the fact of the matter is, you did go on an online dating site mm-hmm. to meet up with random people who you've never met. Yeah. So there's like that where I look at the and not the point the hey the Uber people who kidnap mm-hmm. girls and the bad things mm-hmm. that happen from Tinder dates. I'm not promoting any of that. Yeah. But I also think there's a level of responsibility. If you want to just stick to bars or just stick to your chamber of fucking commerce, like there's ways, but yeah. Is there? There's so many it's I just, don't know. Yeah, I, I don't it's know. hard for me to like have an opinion on that cuz I just feel like I've never worried about like my safety dating. So I can't. Uh, females, yeah. females live in I another world, it. dude. They live yeah. in a different world than us. Yeah, because it's like I've never even really thought for a Imagine second. Imagine most people can just do whatever they want to, probably. Yeah, or just even like, like even if like they're super good at self defense, it's just they're still. It's just like because there are always gonna be, especially like within dating, is where a lot of people like that are predatory like because it's it's vulnerable like you're one-on-one like you're someone is allowing a stranger to be one-on-one with them so it's like that's a pretty intimate thing and people can really take advantage of it so it's it's sketch yeah, uh, yeah. risky position yeah for sure i mean you're taking a risk did we get any swindler yes uh so the tinder swindler what's good with him um he was basically uh presenting himself on tinder as simon Laviv. Uh, and not even that good of a name. No, not that good of a name at all. Uh, he was basically tricking women to go on dates with them and to give him money that he would basically never pay them back. So then yeah. he'd just go on the next date and have like gifts to give them or like take them on like private jets. But it was just all borrowed shit from previous dates that he had. So he just kept moving the con further and further. And his thing would along. be like, oh, I'm like. I just spent all this money, but my account just got locked and I need like 10 grand <laughs> yeah, to yeah. like, like right now, but I got you like tomorrow. And like, just yeah. cause they were just in the private jet. They're like, Oh, he's got me tomorrow. Right. Yeah. I'm, so I could yeah. get like, that's one. It's like, it's like, True. it's not, I'm starting like, to see the girl. Like, side. I, I could call him an idiot, but like, Hey, yeah. I might fall for that. shit. Too. Dude, I <laughs> if it's like really? a very attractive lady yeah. taking me on a plane and then being like, Hey, can I get like three grand? Like I got you yeah, tomorrow. A, like a yeah. private jet, you know what and I mean? And you like her. Dude, imagine. Everyone. Dude, how many tickets he bought the fire festival? This fucking oh, guy yeah. probably managed that yeah. shit. He's probably the organizer. <laughs> yeah, probably fucking was in there with Damn. those with Jaw Rule. Dude, met, dude, it's just so funny that Jaw Rule is just like, yo, dude, I don't even know. Like, I was, it was all cool. You know? Like what? Like it, he wasn't, he wasn't even involved in the scammy uh, shit. It's just like imagine you're just Jaw Rule, fucking living yeah. your life, about to do a music festival on fucking island. It's gonna be so sick. He was. Uh, did you watch the documentary? I think he I, was kind of involved. Like I uh, remember seeing, like I remember a video in there of him like. 
like not realizing what because it's just like mm-hmm. a lot of people don't think about logistics like you could be an ideas person but it's like it's, if you're thinking of events that big and you don't think of logistics it's you're playing with people's lives like it's like not not good no. like of a, a big event and it wasn't good no it wasn't good at all yeah and that's like I don't love legit like it's not like the most fun thing in the world but it's like you need to like train your brain to think about logistics a little bit or at least know some people that are very detail oriented if you I'm want. just not that guy like yeah, I just know yeah. that like I have people that work with me so I, yeah. cause I'm not that yeah you know and they'll be like dude we should do this I'm like yeah f- just do that yeah. because I don't have any ideas there like yeah. I'll give you what we're gonna do the big picture mm-hmm. but yeah and that's kind of just knowing who you are but 100% it is an annoying thing but, but without it you're, mm-hmm. you're super fucked and in a thing like that um, it also shows you how easy it is to ruin your reputation because that mm-hmm. guy I don't even know his name it's probably better that mm-hmm. we don't know his name he's probably out he's definitely out scamming more people but it's like that's that's your rep dude your rep yeah. is your name you only get one name you're the swindler forever the swindler forever at least it's a catchy name of all the names that you his real called. name's Justin something right or uh, I think there's a Justin guy that I'm thinking about that wasn't money. Uh-huh. It wasn't money with the the was tennis winner is a different guy. Yeah, he no, he wasn't even scamming him. I think mm, no, his real name is Shimon Hayid. Uh, you guys ever hear about the guy? He did choose a way better name. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. would have known. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my guy, that guy on a private jet, not really the same. At least I think I'm saying it right. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, no, for sure. But it's how some, it looks. something it's like how it looks. he was Israeli, right? Yeah, Israeli. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that would make sense. They got some. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense though. Um, what the fuck was I just thinking of? That podcast man it happens. Yeah. But we're here. We went through the Tinder. Tinder swindler. I I used. I never had success on Tinder, dude. No, no, it never worked for me. Uh, so, mm-hmm. I uh, met my girlfriend through my job. Got you. Um, nice. But we were set up by people who work for us, so it gotcha. was like all cool in the company. Like the CEO was like, yeah. Any know, girl I I've ever CEO, seriously dated, I uh, I met in person. But oh yeah, I'm so I'm happy not, that we fully. Yeah. Like I've tried it, and like I've I've had good and bad experiences on dating apps. I, I don't think it's like imp- it's just like. You're, it's cool because you get the chance to meet people you would probably never physically come across, but it's also bad because you get the chance to meet people you would never physically come across. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, yeah. it's like, ooh, we could have left like, that one. Uh, if you wouldn't have physically came across me, yeah. then that's a bad thing. But if I would have never came across you, we're in there. Yeah. This is good. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't, I don't, I don't have, I, I just had a, I don't have a hardcore yes. opinion on them. Yes. I didn't, I had a weird, like, I had an experience where I go, like, we shouldn't just be. We just shouldn't be doing this. Like yeah. we're just not on the same wavelength. I've had a few of those. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like they're not bad and I'm not bad. It's just. Yeah. And then they tell you. You ever? They tell you a horror story about mm. some guy that they went. Like it's like I don't want to hear the horror story now that yeah. I'm on with you. Like now I'm, I'm gonna get nervous that yeah. this is weird and. I've heard some horror stories so horrific. But I'm like, okay, that that's never gonna be me. Yeah. That's, or that yeah. didn't happen, bitch. Like. Yeah. Maybe. But who knows? But yeah. it probably did yeah. because guys are crazy. I feel like yeah, people are crazy. People are crazy. Like right? I, it's just like you're. So say you're just going on a date with someone from an app, like you, you get no context of what fucking crisis they're coming in or out of. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. like yeah, it's just like real, like dude. I don't yeah, like it's it's not. There's no buffer for that, so it's kind of just like. Yeah, you're you're getting thrown to the wolves. You, someone could be having the worst day of their life, and they decided, you know, I'm going on a date with him. You're tonight. literally, it's literally <laughs> yeah. a slot machine of yeah. like no idea. Yeah, or they have no, 
where to stay that that happens to mm-hmm. some people that may have been me or my friends ah, like that's, that's definitely it's like yeah you know, they got nowhere to stay they go on a date they stay with you and then they, they repeat the cycle yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're like that guy they're like hey just five yeah. more nights i'm just getting my lease yeah. together yeah. Yeah. yeah and you're like can we go over to your place she's like nah yeah <laughs> it's not cool there yeah <laughs> it's like wait why is this girl living with me now what yeah she moved in it's my new boo thing yeah i totally would i mean there's also a lot of stories of that where it's like they people started dating and then they just like wore down and out yeah and just were okay cool i'll support you and then they end up getting married Loving later and each stuff other. like success yeah. story that's why like I just met I met my girl in a Wawa straight New Jersey shit and, hell yeah uh, you know like that's we were there for work but like that was the first time we love saw over each other. a hoagie yeah love over um, a breakfast sandwich so yeah. same shit the sizzlers and, uh, the, uh, love over a sizzler or was baby. it one of those motherfucking paninis that they got dude it wasn't no fucking bitch ass fucking panini don't call that a bitch that's, nah. that's a great item the sourdough paninis dude I'm a sizzler Oh, you're a sizzler? I'm a sizzler, yeah. sizzler fucking yeah. grizzler, dude. Yeah. <laughs> That's me. Yeah, I can grizzle down a dude, couple I'll sizzles. <laughs> That's never a problem. And I have. Dude, and I will, yeah. and Maybe I will. I don't know if I will again, though, because I love that fucking sourdough breakfast sandwich so much. That I, dude, I don't know, dude. I'm full bagel sizzly. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, what am I? Yeah, I don't know. It's still weird. I, they call it hoagie fest I think but I don't know yeah it's, I call it a sub but yeah it's I, fucking sub yeah. type shit it's like people who don't didn't even don't even lit, never lived here designed it it's like well yeah. I think it's like so more of a Philly thing fuck are you that's yeah. what I think it's yeah. like, I, uh, I think their origins oh uh, yeah dude are you know oh shit Philly. maybe I'm not supposed to tell this but you got the secrets fucking I'm telling it anyway it has nothing to do with Wawa unfortunately but it's uh, New Jersey uh, Spirit Halloween is gonna do a it's called a shooby costume okay which is like a guy with like a jersey on mm-hmm. socks and sandals like a sombrero type of hat aviators so it's like a make fun of it's like people who commute to go down the shore okay costume. and you got intel on this I got intel cause I have an in damn in uh, uh, Spencer's yeah I have an in damn yeah so I might have not been able your to your family owns Spirit Halloween you sit I, on the empire. I'm an associate. Um, we're associated uh, yeah. with the business, but yeah, man. Uh, no, I just just have a plant. I have a plant. Yeah, he feeds. <laughs> yeah, he fucking feeds yeah, me. He's shit a rat. He fucking. <laughs> it's like the Departed. <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah, they're doing a Newark costume. They're fucking. Yeah. Like, wait, what? Like, yeah, I got the ends. That's crazy. The ends, baby. Damn, that's insider trading information. That's I'm insider gonna, trading. That, I think that that's gonna bump them up. I'm Dude, have you, Wawa's have pizza now. Whoa. Not all of them, just some. I haven't been around. I haven't. Um, oh, you're fucking not even yeah. in this game. So. No. <laughs> I've been spending more money on Wawa than I spent on probably fucking healthcare. Yeah, like that's that, like, know? that will do. Wawa, they lock you down. Yeah. Dude. I mean, I'll breakfast, lunch, and dinner. They, they got me. Dude, they've got me full. <laughs> I'm, I'm almost just, I just stay in the parking lot because I'm about three and a half hours I'm going to be back. Yeah. You know? I eat, like, they don't have any good, like, regional spot like that on the West Coast. What are they doing there? Not like a gas station food type thing. No one's you, doing that. You'll shit hard. Like In and Out. Oh, okay. You know, like, yeah. That's like popular. Yeah, I like I In-N-Out. think In and Out's, yeah, it's solid. But um, I don't know. I don't like, I there's like, you know, taco stands are like fucking great. That's, I guess, like a quick food thing of, of mm-hmm. uh, but it's like I always love a Wawa type thing or like a fucking Sheets or, um, mm-hmm. I mean, I have love for 7-Eleven too. A lot of people hate 7-Eleven. That's honestly one of my dream sponsors. I don't know why, but it just have like, I actually, I do know why it's cause like, it just like <laughs> so much nostalgia is like in my hometown, it was boring ass fucking place. Like everyone would just hang out in front of the 7-Eleven <laughs> yeah. and smoke cigarettes and drink. So yeah. it's like, that's nostalgic to me. 
And it's I, got th- a good I don't, like, don't want a cigarette sponsor, but I'll be sponsored by the spot that sells them. I th- and but I won't tell kids. <laughs> no, to, I, I won't tell kids to buy them. Dude, Marlboro comes to you. You're freaking rocking. They're mm. like, yo, you, the, you're the new get- Marlboro man. It's <laughs> a little drastic, but I'm thinking just a, a low key back, end, you know, back end sponsor. You know, yeah. just a little, just like, a little something on the shirt. Like you're the face of Marlboro. Yeah, yeah. And here's one billion dollars. I always thought about that. I'm like, does that CEO just fucking sleep well at night? Like, I love. We're innovating. We're fucking putting more nicotine mm-hmm. and then we're going to do less. So they buy more. It's like, that's our innovation has been the yeah. same thing. Yeah. Did you ever smoke? Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. You ever like have it? Dude, like, I love nicotine, dude. Yeah, me too. I fucking love that shit. I, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty good with it now. You know, cigars, maybe I love spliffs. I love mixing yeah. it with weed. I fucking love that shit. Yeah. But I, I mean, was I'm, saying it to you before I yeah. knew, I knew things are stressful in the economy because both my fucking Uber drivers offered me a cigarette yesterday. <laughs> the fact that it's <laughs> <laughs> Like, we're getting near the end of the ride. They're like, hey, man, like, do you, you want to smoke one? Because I think I'm going to smoke one. I'm like, fucking give me a cigarette, dog. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Dude, what are we talking about? That's the best, one of the best cigs you can yeah. have. There's, there's like a list of best cigs. It's yes. like, it's oh, like, okay, yeah. So I'd say, like, <laughs> when I was in the service industry, that's honestly what got me started on cigarettes. I was like 16 working at Five Guys. And then I learned I could get an extra 15 minute break for smoking a cigarette. I'd already smoked some cigarettes, but I'm like, mm, no, nah, I'm going out. I'm going And I'm fucking it, hanging out with a dude who works at Benjamin Moore and we're smoking <laughs> cigs. And, and then, so that cig hits. Sig at the end of a shift hits. Like, those are the two sober cigs that I feel like hit. Like, it's like a middle of like a fucking absolute war of a of a retail or uh food shift yep. or just like a manual labor like oh my god i'm fucking done dude you're working with has a pack of cigs you're like debating in your head you're like oh, i'll give you a dollar for it he's like don't even fucking worry about it don't pay me that dollar that's the type of guy that i like yeah. that's the best yeah. guy anybody who would tra- who would take that money is yeah. a fucking scoundrel dude. yeah and i feel weird taking a cig from them now i don't even want your cig yeah now. i've taken money before to be honest yeah <laughs> That's because I, that's because I, that's because I hustled different. Hey man, it was great having you today. <laughs> yeah. Our Sorry, values don't align. You're not in the right grind yeah. set. Yeah, it's just, it's different Should kind of. Should have fucking made a cigarette and a fucking Marlboro make an NFT, dude. Beard, if you, you got a pack of cigarettes, that's 20 opportunities yeah. to make yeah. a dollar. Dude, I, I remember I was in like, I was like eighth grade or just freshman year or something. I paid like 20 bucks for four cigarettes. It was oh, like shit. the first time I ever smoked a cigarette. Damn, was, son. I paid like 20 bucks. I paid 10 That's like I the ultimate. Hustled. Damn, dude. I, I wish I was selling you eighths back then. Yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, you would have fucked me over. Now, I will tell you one thing. I never sold a cigarette for money, but the eights weren't cheap. You Damn. know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, that's I feel that. Was my game. I had a um, I had a lyric I wrote a few months ago. That I was like going through kind of a rough time where I was like, I, I used to sell the... I used to sell the dime for a dub. I guess that karma's catching up. And (laughs) I mean, it was like, shit, if you don't know what weed looks like, motherfucker, I'm making my money. Is it my explanation? I mean, I was young. I was like 17, but I would just always be like, I got ripped off. So I'm going to rip off a couple of kids. Bad mindset. But you know, it's it's harmless weed shit. I mean, but what I did, I'm, I'm, I'm equal. Like this is just completely equal. Cause I worked Mm. at, like you said, you were doing some Photoshop shit. I was doing some gas station shit. Uh-huh. Oh, dude, I was the plug, baby. Yeah. I worked at the gas station. I pumped gas mm-hmm. when I was 14, 15. Yeah. And e-hookahs, I think back then, I remember the e-hookahs, uh-huh. they were like maybe 13 bucks yeah. or something like that. They weren't that cheap. There was some money. I would sell them for 30 Whoa. Hell yeah. yeah. 25, 30. Hell you yeah. know, but I Hustle. have to take the risk of bringing them to school. Yeah. I had to do all that and I could sell all the other stuff they sold there too. But the for risk some reason, was high. I yeah. remember being a fucking kid 
And I wasn't even selling weed, really. Like, I would just pick up, like, a cue, and then, like, a kid wants a gram, I'd sell him the gram. I end up getting a message from, like, this kid in my class, and he wants two grams of weed. And I'm like, oh, shit, well, that's cool. I have four. Like, I could give him two. And then, like, I'm at a party, like, a month later. I guess, like, my dealer had been arrested because he, like, ran a dude over with his car, and it was a whole thing. And then, like, the dude who he ran over with the car snitched on him. So it was, like, a whole thing. And then I'm probably, like, 16, 17. And then I, my friend walks up to me, who I guess was friends with the good friends with the kid who, who messaged me. And he was his dad, the kid who messaged me, his dad was a politician. I did not know this. He's like, Yeah, the cops called um, his dad and told him that I was selling him weed through a Twitter DM. It's like, they're somehow like in my DMS and I was just like, wait, are you serious? He's like, yeah, no, you're like, just don't, don't sell any more weed for like a while. And I was like, okay, like I won't, it was like a kid I trusted. So I was like, I won't, but that was like, it was fucking bizarre. Yeah. I had dude. My, I mean, I had a couple times when it's, I was sketched out, but my, one of my, one of my guys sold to an undercover. Ooh. Or like somebody he somebody he sold it to sold to an undercover. You had foot soldiers. I, I no, I wasn't my foot soldier. Oh, okay. It was my plug. Got you. One oh, of okay. my plug's friends sold to an undercover. Got you. And I was like, "There's undercovers." Yeah. I'm like I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I was selling grams. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, but yeah, dude, it's and statute of limitations is not up. Like, I'm definitely getting arrested. But mm. nah, there's uh, it's it's uh, it's completely legal. They're can um, you, wiping you, everything. How long now. can they? Like if you do, I have no idea. I feel like not that long. I have said so much shit on this podcast, dude, yeah. that anything and everything, like, they can probably cuff me. Yeah. Like, there's a lot. If but, you uh, haven't sold weed, grow up. Get a job, <laughs> yeah. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, like, like, bro. If you're not selling weed, dude, fucking, you might as well just go work a regular job then, <laughs> yeah. because you're not a fucking entrepreneur. You're not gonna... You, you shouldn't care. watch Gary Vee. Yeah. Don't ever think you're gonna fucking make it. Start because fucking you, flipping Percocet. <laughs> yeah. Like, like look at a brick of fentanyl the margins are fucking through the roof dude, fucking 80%. 80%. <laughs> this is like way better than heroin like i'm making like four times what i made off heroin <laughs> and then you turn it into an nft dude yeah. you fucking say bro fentanyl nft custies? the fentanyl nft is bussing dude you have all those custies now bro yeah, no you're fucking monetizing them motherfuckers dude yeah let's go I, yeah, damn baby. I feel like the only NFT I would do is if meth. Someone no, no. If someone <laughs> if someone like had my dick pic and they were like, "It's coming out tomorrow," and I'd be like, "It's coming out tonight for ten grand." <laughs> <laughs> and then I would start the OnlyFans with with anything they had, like anything that got sent to me in the ransom. Yeah, I'm starting the OnlyFans because what's what's you gonna, you're gonna go down? You people are gonna see your dick, okay? Why let them monetize people, when you can monetize? All of us in the room, the chance that the public sees our dick is not as low as it used to be. Oh, it's high, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and then, uh, honestly, dude, a reality where I don't think these bitches existed, bro. No, no, no. And this is like this is far back, but mm-hmm. like, who knows? They could have been bots back then. Nah, dude, dude. Everyone sent. Everyone's. Everyone's sent one to dude, someone they shouldn't. Once have again, sent if to. you didn't sell weed, 
get out of here if you never sent a dick a pic. Dick pic I can't trust I you. Can't, I don't know. I don't. I can't. But if you trust send an unsolicited anything. one, fuck you. That's weird. No, oh, really, that's, very weird. That. that's very. I never weird. fuck with that. Dude, I never. Me? I remember hearing about that in like fifth grade and be like, "What is good we with that?" We get consent, baby. <laughs> yeah, you, you gotta me? get consent, dude. Pro-abortion consent. Consent. Get dick that pics dick pic. Don't get that unsolicited. Don't send that unsolicited shit. Is that a borscht? Might not yeah. ha- might not need to happen if you wrapped it up because you saw mm. the package before you opened it. Mm. Hey, you there, know what's coming, so to make talking. a determination. Wrap now we're up, talking. Or do do they even like do? condoms in these states? Though <laughs> I think they I hate condoms like, too. Like, nah. I know what. Like, <laughs> 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 like, <laughs> no one likes them. Yeah, but yeah. hey, man, you know, send the pic first if you get the consent. No, well, yeah, the only way that you can send it unsolicited if mm. you is if you got a fucking hog, dude. Like if yeah. you got a fucking twenty nine mm. inch. Yeah, I would take can, that. Like I'd be like, oh shit, damn. I, that's all I would yeah. do. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, like some dude, like I knew, like like I wouldn't want it necessarily but like if you send me just a picture of like a two foot dick I'd definitely be like oh interesting that's yeah. oh dude yeah I mean my curiosity would yeah. take hold yeah it was like those when you said don't open it don't open it yeah. but like then they had to open it like, that's it my boy's dick bro like y'all like I didn't open it like I just looked the other way like yeah fucking no, I'm opening I'm looking you gotta look don't yeah. be afraid to look well we it, had dude. our friend uh, Mata on the podcast who had an interesting uh, story about that about yes, uh he did. yeah man you gotta check that clip out yeah. but uh, that podcast is so fucking crazy but yeah he had a girl who was um, I won't tell it too well but he was going on a date with this girl and she was like do you wanna see a video of me sucking this guy's dick and he's like yeah obviously mm-hmm. and so he like watches <laughs> the video and it's like the biggest fucking cock he's Damn. ever seen he was hurt yeah he was fu- well he was like alright I guess this is the mm-hmm. biggest cock so then they go and they fuck in the back of his mm-hmm. grandma's car mm-hmm. and um, at, then he's like holy shit I literally just saw her sucking the biggest dick and now she's fucking the smallest dick that she's ever seen <laughs> it's just like yeah. yeah one of those man but it's like you're gonna watch the video hey man know? But you know I'm not it's, I don't know. I don't know. I would watch it, and maybe I wouldn't even. Oh, like... and then she asked him what his ninety or uh, what his five year plan was. Yeah. Oh, that's actually that. That reminds me of a date story. <laughs> that was the best part of that. Uh, yeah. The first date. He goes, "You're not in my fucking five year plan." You oh just my showed god. Me the video of a fucking. It's insane. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, the first date, I like. I was in a relationship for a while. The first date I went on. Uh, after that, I was like sitting down with this girl, and. So we're at, we're getting drinks or something, and she's just like, "So what um, what do you do for work?" And I'm just like, "Well, I'm like, I'm working on these like film sets, like telling her like the shows I've been working on." Um, and then I'm like, "Yeah, I do music. I play her my song." And then she's just like, "Yeah, I wish you you told me this before we got here." I was like, "What?" <laughs> she's just like, "Yeah." And then I'm just like, "What do you do for work?" And she's like, "Oh, I'm like an assistant to a realtor." I'm like, "Okay, like." So I feel like we're kind of on equal footing. (laughs) You have a bullshit job. I have a bullshit. Yeah, it's like yeah, like what's what's going on? And then just like wait, but she she was like serious though. Too serious, and nothing happened between us. I never saw her again. Like hip hop. Maybe she seemed to like the song, but that could have it could have been cap. But yeah, I mean, I and I never saw her again or talked to her again. But then one day. I was just like, I have a bad habit of putting my fucking phone in my pocket without closing it. And I just like take my phone out of my pocket and I'm just face to face with her on FaceTime. And I, <laughs> <laughs> and she's just like, wait, why'd you call? And I'm like, oh, um, blah, blah, blah. Just it was in my pocket. And then she's like, oh, that's weird. Yeah, I didn't have your number saved. I'll see you. <laughs> I was like, all right, dude. 
just hit. She's dude. savage. She's she was fucking, really savage. Just jab, jab, yeah. fucking yeah. hitting you, dude. Yeah, I hope maybe she'll become a realtor one day. Yeah, and then Good she luck. can um, get divorced. Yeah. That's, they all do that. Yeah. And uh, normally get divorced, then they become a realtor. Yeah. That's how it goes. Yeah. Or if her yeah. if her grand scheme pulls off, she'll be a landlord. Fuck you, sink, dude. Fuck this sink. Yeah. I'm purposely not she fixing this. She'd be such thing. a shitty landlord. Fuck this bitch. I'm not a hater, but yeah, she, yeah. I, hey, if you're watching, you would suck as a landlord. Yeah, don't do that. Definitely yeah. don't fucking do that. Yeah. Dude, it's amazing the people that, you know, the ins and outs of the of the relationships that, the potentials, you know? Yeah. Because that's, you're just shooting a little shot there. You're yeah, like, just seeing Who knows up. what this person's about? You know, we'll see. Yeah, and that was what was up. She I was mean, I'm glad she me. shut it down faster than... Yeah, it didn't worse. waste my time. See, no that, one likes wasting she's time. She's good with that. Yeah. Realtors do that's that That's actually all a good the point. She, maybe, mad respect, she didn't waste yeah. any of my time. Yeah, see, look positive. Yeah, positive, positive. yeah. But fucking but realtors, But it's hard, though, it's hard to not waste people's time because you... You want to be nice. You, you also know? have no idea what this thing's going to turn out to yeah, be. Yeah, that's the other, because you can be like, oh, I kind of like him, but then it's you got to see it see it through, but then if you don't, then you're like, oh, now I got to tell them I don't. Mm. That's never easy. Yeah. And it's never easy to be told it either. I mean, it's gone both ways for me in my life. And yeah, no, me too. No, the ones mm-hmm. that I cut off, though, I wasn't really that involved in. Like, it never got to. Mm. Like, I never had to cut one off. That was like, wow, this has been years mm. or whatever, you know? Yeah. I, so I never got that. I had one girlfriend. She broke up with me. That was mm-hmm. it. That's my whole nice. thing. Nice. Congrats. Full shebang, dude. Yeah, thanks. Nice. Until this, my girlfriend now. Um, so, but I'm glad. I don't know. I also kind of wish I had a little more experience before, mm-hmm. like, in terms of, because I would just, I don't know, I just work. Like, I wasn't mm-hmm. thinking about it. Because here, too, or like, I was in a position where I couldn't even meet people, really. Yeah. You know, I'd go to, I would go to RV. Mm-hmm. Nobody there's you're not fucking there. Yeah, like that doesn't happen there because every girl there has a boyfriend or they're weird. Uh-huh. <laughs> so they're or they're just or they're just resenting their parents for sending them yeah. to fucking community college. So their hormones are not popping, dude. They're fucking yeah, no. definitely depressed as shit. You yeah. know, so I couldn't do that. But but yeah, that was uh, so I never really got like a I was never in like a dating even in college, man. I don't know. There was there it it was just hard because I always felt like I wasn't. I, I I needed a certain type of person and it just wasn't fucking mm. happening, man. Yeah. For some reason. But. See, I'm down to like put uh like a square peg in a round hole for a little and then mm. see. <laughs> and then yeah. be like, oh, why didn't it fucking work? Yeah. Because it was clear from the beginning <laughs> that it was never going to. Like anybody would have told you that. But yeah. It's like, yeah. But, uh, you know. No, I mean, all, there's a learning. fun of it that's yeah. where you don't have to know the person that way and you're just having fun. Yeah. You but know, I think it's like people, those. I don't, it's like, yeah, I think not in modern day, I think not as many people, like everyone wants that they think, but then once people are in like a casual type of thing, a lot of times they have trouble with it, mm-hmm. which I think is pretty natural. Cause it's just like you're having sex people, you're going to catch some feelings sometimes. That's how the cookie crumbles, baby. Yeah. I feel like also it's two people like you, if both aren't on the same page, like if both, if the other person wants, it's more. so hard to be too. Yeah. Like, like I got lucky, honestly. Yeah. Like, I've we gotten were, lucky a couple times in my life where you, you kind of like same time have the same level of attraction, but mm-hmm. that does not happen too often. No. Or no. it even just like your lives have to be almost on similar paths. Just like the amount of time you could like, or they have to be cool with like, if you're really busy at this time, whatever, you know, that's what I do long distance. So mm-hmm. like we're dedicated as fuck. We're like, Hell yeah. I'm like, this wouldn't have worked like at all 
You got, <laughs> you know, you like, got a chastity belt on and everything. Dude, I got a fun belt it up. Dude. Yeah. I got, fucking, I got three locks on that, dude. I don't know where those yeah. keys are, bro. A bear's not getting it. Dude, fucking, that's what they use, bro, in those dumpsters, man. Yeah. Like a nice chastity belt. So, how do you, do you have a, a secret? Do you have something to give people, like, um, love advice? Oh, no, I'm not good at. Not Definitely good not good it. in this category, but no, well, I would say um, to make a long distance relationship work, the you 100% the first thing is what we talked about. Like you have to mm. be on the same page about where this is going. Yeah. And constantly, not constantly, but you know, repeatedly both know, both know and accept and like reaffirm that. Because if because that's the main thing, right? I feel like I've never been able to find that because I never yeah. knew it's always my fault in that way. I would say because like I would always be like, okay. I could see myself in a future with you, uh-huh. but my future is like, I don't know at yeah. all. So I felt weird to ever telling someone, mm-hmm. I know what my future will be like, but elaborate though. Sorry to cut you no, off. No, that's good. I, cause I don't know. Yeah. But I will say that I want to, because mm-hmm. I do. Yeah. Like I won't guarantee anything. Yeah. I can't guarantee things because I don't see the future. Yeah. But like I am, if there is, is anybody, mm-hmm. It's this person. I've determined that. But I've made that decision. The problem is people won't make the decision because they don't know if they're making the right decision. Mm -hmm. But there is no right decision. It's just the decision that you make. So for me, like it was it's like a hard thing to do, but it feels right. And Mm -hmm. everything points in that direction. It's like, yeah, cool. Like that's that we got down. But in terms of long distance, dude, I have found, first of all, there's no good advice on it. So don't believe really anybody's advice, first of all. Yeah. And then, because it's all different, right? So she needs a lot more communication than I need. Mm -hmm. I can go days without talking to her. I won't really, like, it's, I'm just that that way. I'm so, like, tunnel vision, just like, I'm doing my shit. Like, it's, I would be so sporadic, you know? Yeah. Then she's more like, no, like, we have to be, but then when I'm with her, I'm the communication person. I'm like, tell me how you feel, all this stuff, right? Then she's not. She's more the opposite, right? So we're kind of determining. So now everything that you do, um, everything that you, the ways that you are is going to be 100 times when you're long distance yeah so the bad is gonna be way worse because you can't there's a gap yeah which you is can't distance. fix it yeah exactly so it's gonna when it's bad it's gonna get bad you know yeah. um but i think with us like we kind of just have like our we've kind of developed our like kind of routines and like habits and like we know like okay i'm doing a podcast now at nine o'clock at night like yeah. cool i'm not gonna i can't answer the phone yeah like i won't answer the phone for anybody right now yeah you know so those type of things like it's all those um first of all knowing like Hey, you're going to go there. Like this is what what's next for us is moving in together. And mm-hmm. then, you know, then this, then this, then that, like we have a next thing. So have you that's ever lived good. with a girl? No. Cool. Not, not, not for like a while. No, while, no. Yeah. Like not for like a, you stay for a week. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. No, never. I've had a roommate, but that was close. I did for, I did for a bit. Yeah. How was it? It was good. I like, I have no, we were kind of limited on space, but I don't think like it wasn't why our relationship didn't work out. Like we had a good we had a good living dynamic, I would say. That's good. Yeah. yeah. I, I just think it's like in that, the only thing is like, just make sure you got your own little spot, you know? Cause like my thing was like, especially when you're like trying to be creative, like I never even knew what it would be like to like be in my day to day, like making music or like thinking of something and just having someone else in the room. It really does make you like, 
think think about it more and it's not her fault it's not anyone's fault it's just like this is we're in a small spot right now but it's like i'm making a beat or something generally like if it doesn't sound that good i can just move on but it's like if someone there's like an audience member in the room even if she's like the biggest sweetheart does not give a fuck about what this sounds like i'm still acting a little differently so i feel like if it's like if that if you need that in your creative process definitely make sure you got a little spot of solace we're not moving out unless i have my own space like that's yeah, like, like if we can't afford it of, yeah exactly or like yeah. i ran a space somewhere but like that was a 100 yeah. requirement yeah. because once again we're just it's just the things that yeah. we need like yeah dude there is i wish that honestly i wish there was good advice um i wish there was good relationship advice there's, there's really not. not um i think the love languages are pretty good yeah. like i think that's pretty good to determine like what you value like all right she might value affection i might value words like i'm a words person yeah. i'm like like if i work for you i'd want you to tell me like this is a good like you're doing a good job or like this was good this yeah. was bad but like I feel this that. was good yeah. like that's how i'm more of a you need to words. Have, for it to be clear yeah, yeah. affirmations and stuff yeah. like that you know maybe she's more of affection she doesn't mm. care about what the fuck you say yeah she only looks at what you do you know yeah. or whatever so that's what i'm more of all about what you say uh-huh. whatever you do i could probably forgive that but i care about what you say you know can so. we start making fun of the gifts love language people dude fuck that dude that's <laughs> like no. i need a fucking dude, beamer if, yeah if you I don't you don't love me <laughs> if you don't buy me a new one every year we're fucking out because that's my love language motherfucker. Yeah. like that's my love language yeah. now yeah <laughs> that's yeah. what i'm gonna tell my girl now yeah bro. We fucking need something, mm-hmm. dude. I'm, I'm gonna need a lamb, or I don't know. I need a cougar. Yeah, it's like there you that's go. stuff. Never really. You should try it. There you go. I've like dabbled, yeah. like, but I've never like had. You know, she never was my thing. You know, mm-hmm. it was never, never felt that that, that I, I was mm-hmm. solidified in it. And I don't know. They if do I it could, for weird reasons. You know, it's like, I don't care even really. Yeah, you're, like, I don't know, I've never that's left good. the country. Like, I want to go like see the world. I've been to Canada, and Mexico, dude. Yeah. That's all for me. So definitely, yeah, go overseas, man. Yeah, gotta get the ticket however you can. Overseas, kook. What's up? Yeah, what's up? What's or or domestic that gi- that gives me the ticket to leave with her or without her, you know? Ah, yo, get in with the coop. Yeah, they got the bread because of the mm-hmm. divorce. Yeah, and then just you're you can be like, hey, I'll give you the ten grand tomorrow. Like my account's frozen. Yeah, and then you can fucking swindle them, dude, and be reverse coop girl. I'm gonna be the bumble swindler. Yeah, dude, because they hit you up first, so it's kind of like. Mm-hmm. They're not a lot. It's like, yeah, what? The Bumble what? Bandit, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. To be the Bumble Bandit. Yeah, yeah. Dude, you'll be so, Dude, that's good, but then they won't even be mad, you know? Because they got so much money from their divorce. So, like, a terrible, like, hinge Hitler. They know. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's got to go a little farther dude. than the swindler to get that title. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't, no, no one That's take a lot that. of oppression, too. Yeah, it's like. To get that. Yeah. 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 Camps and all. That's, like, too much. Dude, this is that they you could do it. Yeah, you can pull it off. Let's not manifest. I don't even really believe in manifesting that. Let's not manifest (laughs) Hinge Hitler. I don't want. It sounds like a like a Rick and Morty villain. Dude, (laughs) manifestation is is what the girls uh, who dated the Tinder Swindler believed in. Yeah. What do you think about the astrology shit? What have you ever you ever uh, had to deal with that too much in, uh, in your exists. dating life? My girl doesn't fuck with it, thank God. Yeah, That's I've like dated at. girls that like are yeah. kind of into it, but then I've also like not seriously, but I've encountered and talked to women that are like trying to screen me with it. Oh, I've been screened by yeah. these women. Yeah, I've been screened by my ex girlfriend was mm-hmm. into like tarot cards and shit, mm-hmm. and then we did, like we were with friends and stuff, and. We, they were doing the yeah. like fucking day to day and they found my exact day and all that shit and it was yeah, yeah. I, I don't know I the didn't one, get weirded the, out the, the last time I was really screened it was like this girl that I was fucking with her friend was screening me 
And it, it kind of felt good because she was like reading it and she's like, it says you're fertile. And I was like, so like fertile, but it apparently just means good at sex. And I was like, oh, hey, fuck you, Bobby Lee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, we wrapped that baby all right around. Now. How about you kill yourself? Throw that shit in a bow right there, dude. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah. So, so you the one day I got to get my revenge on Bobby Lee. Mm-hmm. Not a big, I don't, I'm not going to tell him to kill himself. But you got to give him something good, though. Yeah. Like um like glitter bomb, you ever hear of those? Oh yeah, when you open them up. <laughs> Dude, that that guy's been glitter bombed before. Yeah. There's no fucking doubt he hasn't. Oh yeah. You gotta I, get I love something. you, Bobby Lee. I'm not killing myself, dog. I'm sticking around. You're gonna have oh, to meet me. Like they did with the uh like uh how they made a the Trump face like just the head uh-huh like do that for bobby lee so like Whoa. if he killed himself like it would just be his head and you'll send him that as like a cake or something that's intense yeah that's intense even not a bad idea intense he mm-hmm. might like it yeah no it's intense enough for yeah, him. yeah. <laughs> he's a bit of a twisted guy i feel dude. like it could work yeah yeah, yeah. D- dude it's um you know, you know i just remember too speaking yeah. of comedians fucking saw greg you know greg fitzsimmons you know that guy fucking great dude yeah, yeah. he is great funny guy got kind of weird Irish. with my girl Whoa! <laughs> like, 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 like Whoa. he was just like looking at, like it was like it's comedy, but he was just like looked her up and down. I was like, yeah, I'd fuck you back in the day, or like I'd fuck you now, or like someone. I was just like, <laughs> oh, dude, they don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was just dude, like, imagine I'll, how black people feel at a lot of these shows. Yeah, dude, when, they, when Mark Norman really goes, this, I joke. might, yeah, I might not get any laughs for the next twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. All right, we're in New Brunswick. Let's go. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, dude, yeah. the, your girl, the fucking anybody. Like, yeah, I feel like I think you should be able to say it. But sometimes I feel like maybe some jokes have repercussions, you know, like not not like uh, I like so much be able yeah. to like at least say something back to you, like I think in some circumstances it, it it's is tough. you because you can and we've seen it you can say something back and it's really funny mm-hmm. and then the the comedian's cool the crowd's cool yeah but if but it's just well you know what they say actually mm-hmm. is if don't speak unless you're spoken to yeah. so if they are looking at you or yeah. speaking to you you can 100% say something back yeah. that's respected yeah like, like my thing is just like are they trying to be funny or are they just like saying whatever weird fucked up things on their mind that they know is gonna piss people off knowing that they could just deflect on being a comedian and this is like I, I very much defend comedians too but I'm just I yeah. do feel like some definitely do that well you're gonna take advantage of your job. Yeah, you know? yeah, and so that's a pretty easy like you're job gonna, to take advantage of. Yes, and you're gonna you're you go through a lot of shit in that job. Yeah, like as in you know with entertainment. So yeah, you're gonna use the benefits of yeah. your job. I mean, dude, Chris D'Elia, dude, yeah. is the one. He's the perfect example. Yeah, he took of it a little too far. Being extremely weird, like having really young girls like go to his hotel room and then like yeah I knew some yeah oh no shit yeah oh wow yeah Yeah. like that is the you know prime example of like pushing it way yeah I can't fuck like I like I don't I I like I love yeah I don't yeah I loved him so much too I don't uh it's just like weird I don't think I fuck with that dude I don't like it's definitely I it was hard to understand it's like the it was such a weird line because it's like he might have not done anything technically illegal mm-hmm. but it was definitely weird <laughs> and it definitely there wasn't fake fucking screenshots no like, it's yeah. so many and like well and, he he admit he admitted yeah it too, oh yeah so, yeah yeah I I did also meet like someone whose stepmom got jerked off on jerked off in front of with Louis. Whoa! Yeah, shit. She, I was like, yeah, dude. Pretty... If anybody had a fucking phone camera, yeah, dude, they could have really made out. Yeah, and I met fucking 
this kid whose mom shot R. Kelly's music video. So I'm like kind of so, the degrees of separation between some of the most canceled people <laughs> yeah. ever and me is like getting too close. People would say to me, don't mm-hmm. like we have a uh, do not playlist. What, what and R. Kelly's do? on there. Events. Yeah, he's been on there. Yeah. My, MJ's been on there. R. Kelly's mm-hmm. been on there for sure. And I don't. I don't actually have I don't have an artist that they did something and then I just banned them from my It's pretty experience. tough to be like anyone that says that they probably still listen to like the Beatles and shit and like they like beat their wife. like it's like saying, you can always dude. find like not that the actions of these artists are excusable in my opinion but it's kind of just like Crystal Lee's tough... is worse than Louis. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the Louis Louis thing is just him being like having that like, yeah, thing I think about him. It depends. Like, I don't know exactly how they all went down. The one that I heard described to me is like the woman said she just left. Like he said he was going to do it. And then like a bunch of people just left. But I, there's apparently a story where like, he stood that. in front of the that. door. So like that's yeah. fucked up that if he did that. Okay, that's fucked up. Yeah. So I don't know. Like I kind of like to me, it seemed like it was like a reconcilable thing. Um, and it also didn't seem out of character. <laughs> so everything about him and his life and his comedy and his TV show is it was about like, yeah, how that, fucked up his life yeah, is and how fucked up he is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like that's like, I don't want Cosby coming back. I don't want Weinstein coming back. Mm-hmm. Like some people should have a path to forgiveness. Dude, Johnny Depp's really fucking know. good, dude. Yeah. I don't know. Like Chris Lee is like an interesting one. I don't know. Like I I'm just back think, to watching him again. Yeah. I, I mean, they don't, yeah. It's just, I just think about it. Like if I was his friend, yeah. would I want to yeah. chill with him again? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and he would call it. And I've heard him like say like, oh, all these people went fake on me. But it's like, you gotta kind of understand, like, if you get caught up in some weird shit like that, I'm not gonna be mad. This is like, never happened to me, but like, just like, even if it was a rumor that, that, that I was involved in something like that, it's like, if someone that is like an acquaintance of yours or yeah. like a professional friend doesn't want to associate with you anymore, how the fuck are you gonna blame them for yeah. that? It's kind of weird to like, expect, that's like also something that I noticed like being in like a local scene in, in New Jersey. It's like sometimes like people, like they don't fully understand like depth of friendship with people. And like maybe they don't have like really good friends, or like whatever it is, but it's like they kind of expect like ultimate loyalty from people they don't know that well, which is really not a healthy or good thing. It's happened to me a lot. Yeah. It, it, if you run the podcast, it's going to happen to you all the fucking time. Dude, a lot <laughs> yeah. of times of like, um, dude, people who I'm like really good friends with now, even or mm-hmm. who I didn't see it like where I thought, what the fuck is this guy doing? Like, I'm going to get fucked over here. I'm mm-hmm. going to get robbed. I'm going to get like whatever. And then they ended up being fine, you know? Yeah. And then I have others who are like, oh, you're just trying to take advantage of me, you know? Yeah. And then, yeah, it's so hard because they, and then especially if you're like a nice, decent person, mm-hmm. you just want to like people to be happy and like you yeah. want to help them. And but, it's just, it's just, I don't know, like you don't actually don't know them friends, that, that well. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, I, you could know someone like pretty well, but still just be like, you know, if you hear something about them that they're fucked up, it's like that. You're allowed to take that in consideration, your opinion of them. I don't know. It's kind of. Yeah. It's weird. I, and no, you, if, if you it's like my them. best, best friend I've known mm-hmm. for 10 years and I feel like it's totally not true. Yeah. That's a different thing. But if it's someone that I've done. Them, like, this is the real yeah, shit, though. You call just call them, them on yeah. the phone and see what's up. And then if you then you got to deal with it right there. Yeah. But if it's someone I've done like three shows with, I'm not calling them. Yeah, no. Exactly. <laughs> like, like well, I'm just I'm just going to like let that work itself out if they're innocent cool if they're not i don't 
like that's really not my problem or even if just like i don't want to be their friend but like necessarily i don't want to hang out with them one-on-one but like i'm cool with them Mm -hmm. and like i I just think it's like people should be noticed that like if you live a long life you meet a lot of people the levels of friendship you have with everyone's totally different that doesn't mean it's bad at all it could still be such a great relationship even on like an acquaintance level you know just better that way i think yeah (laughs) then you don't have to get into the details yeah (laughs) yeah that's why i mean that's a massive benefit of the podcast too because i can just Mm -hmm. go really deep with people but Mm -hmm. i don't really need to like spend a lot of time with them because i don't even spend a lot of time with i i Mm -hmm. spend time with the people i work with like that's really it you know and my girlfriend and that's it Mm -hmm. and and that's why this is great because i can go like deep but then we don't have the uh any sort of the um, you know attachments that come with yeah. having like a true friendship yeah. but it's like oh but when we chill we can go hours in and just like go all in yeah. and like we can get through some shit that would have taken us five years anyway yeah. let's just skip to the good shit yeah. so like that's the one thing but then I have I've interviewed like a hundred people so mm-hmm. then you know it's just the ecosystem you get texts yeah. you get calls you get what's up or you know they want or what I've been going through lately which is a good thing but it's so many people hitting me up to do this yeah you know and just because I have a clip that has 40,000 views and mm. whatever that looks good to people you know yeah. they, they've never listened to the podcast they don't know yeah I remember I did like I did a short podcast run and it was fucking annoying the amount of people that would hit me up and because it would just be like I'm not doing this like I'm not like and it, like yeah. like someone who maybe doesn't never put out a song <laughs> never yeah. like I'm just like I don't know like what do you want to come on here for <laughs> like what are we doing yeah like that's like uh, yeah I don't want to take the I don't scraps know. Yeah. and then there was some podcasts I did that I just didn't release because like the person would have looked bad <laughs> Mm-hmm. and then that's like a weird conversation too yeah but it's like I knew I was doing the right thing for them but I was just like yeah uh because of how you acted and things <laughs> yeah. you said in this, yeah. I feel like for your own benefit, yeah, this should well, never also, come out. You're a content, you're curating the content too. So if you don't feel like it shows them in the best light, it is 100% your call. Yeah. Yeah. And I've always released them. Like yeah. maybe if I've edited them, but um, yeah. And then it's like, how far, what do you want to just edit everything? Yeah. I just had one that was like, yeah, weird circumstances that I won't get into, but just like, kind of like a one hour dumpster fire mm-hmm. and I was just like we're not yeah, <laughs> like it's yeah. like because it was it went beyond just like it was like they were on like medication for the it was like a weird it was there was uh, weird uh, things too where I'm just like they I don't think will want this yeah at all <laughs> like yeah. later on in life so yeah that's a call yeah that, so that's gotta be um yeah it is you've realized then if you did that even for a short stint that how mm-hmm. different it is from like making your own art and oh, just yeah. focusing on that it's like this po- the podcast world and all that stuff, and it's just involving other people it's just it's like mm-hmm. collaborating with artists but yeah. at least with that you just do it like one time and then you're off yeah. you're good but yeah it is uh there's so much to this like art content and as yeah. an artist you want to be on podcasts and then you're dealing with that yeah make that happen you're the one hitting people up or you know yeah. and then those are the people that are in my dms and they're all like mm-hmm. make music and they're a good artist but yeah you know it's just it's so there's so much to it you know? yeah it's just yeah i kind of i love podcasting it's like i'd hope to do it again but i just kind of like i was realized i was spreading myself a little thin and then i was like i didn't know like i knew that it was just gonna be grinding through like art like 20 artist interviews or something and I was just like I talked to my friend I was like coasting with him like let's just let's hang this up let's get back to it later yeah cause it's just like we worth we if I did just artists I, I would yeah we just this, knew so. that was what we were gonna have to do for the time and it was like COVID we were gonna probably have to do them on Zoom and shit so I was just like let's just dude I stopped yeah for that cause I was like I'm not doing yeah. that yeah so but it's it's mad fun and like I, I kinda 
my idea with it is like if I could f- like I kind of want to like wait until I like meet like the one like best first guess uh, as like because like, I'm just like yeah. I'm on a rush so I'm like just well I'll just wait it'd be like it's something that's fun just like you know when I when I have the resources and want to do it I'll do it and I feel like that's kind of I look at like I want to make fucking films and shit I kind of look at it the same way just like having patience with it music's just like an easy like you know I feel like music's a little more of like a young man's game too so I'm kind of like mm-hmm. I'm trying not that it has to be but people see it as that so I'm trying to like get that get my name and up then quick. more of the film stuff would kind of just yeah you can do that older fit, in life. like a little it's dicky easy. I'll, yeah. I'm only a little dicky when I'm young, when I'm a little dicky and then I'll go do comedy and films yeah. and like my show and all that stuff yeah he has a true that's the true like he did that 100% purposefully yeah past the first video it yeah it's like all purposely yeah I would still like to be like fucking making music when I'm like 72 it'd be fun Hell who yeah. knows what it would be like but you know that's like I don't that's fun to it's think that of. cathartic thing too and just that release you know yeah and also just like what are the kids gonna be on like what else could I try out um, imagine 70 years ago and then you're listening to the music now yeah you wouldn't even be yeah. able to understand cause what's I don't happening. like I just like like most of my favorite artists people they like say fuck it like their albums sound so much different and shit so mm-hmm. that's like definitely a goal of mine and then if you think about like that over the course of decades you can make some fucking cool shit and some of it people won't get and some of it people will but that's all good yeah yeah like music I'd, I've worried like I used to almost take it more personally when people wouldn't listen to me like that I knew or something mm-hmm. but now I don't give a sh- I'm like yeah. it's fucking music like I know that it's up to my taste and, I, and I'm confident in myself that it's good so I'm like just like alright yeah do you feel like your sound has changed yeah yeah cause I could see that it's definitely changed yeah like but it's like I still make stuff that would sound like I would have made years ago but it's like my focus definitely shifted a little uh-huh. I had a friend in college who was like like I used to I started out mostly just like rapping like I would sing a little but then like my one friend I was like I can't sing and my friend's like you can fucking sing you just gotta sing like all the fucking time so and then I was like I never thought of it like that because I remember my dad and brother like, they used to make fun of me for having a terrible singing voice as a kid like I like could not hold a tune and then I'll just you just be like yeah find the songs you like sing them every day so fucking just literally sing every goddamn day do the scales do it and that's mm-hmm. just like what I do now been doing it for years and now it's like I'm not a great singer but it's like I could sing and I, I couldn't sing before so that kind of taught me more, a lot of shit about life too where it's just like I things that I th- used to think were talent it's like there's it's mostly just time yeah it is a lot yeah. of time reps yeah reps. yeah, yeah. Like, ain't no overnight shit with this yeah. shit dude like there's like pers- like stuff with art like perspective you can't get that with time like there's like no that's no yeah. artists artists need experience yeah. for the writing portion yeah, yeah. at least like, some people can fake it I don't um, I have trouble yeah. with that yeah me too but, me too um, I gotta write about shit yeah but it's definitely there's a lot if you, if you, if you really dissect your life and everyone's life's got a lot there mm-hmm. it's just like what do you want to talk about and then also knowing that people listen to it makes it awkward cause like knowing some pe- like you could be hurt by someone or something and want to talk about it but it's like, do you want to open that back up or whatever? Sometimes you don't. But lately, I've just kind of been like, I'm going to talk about that shit. Because it's not necessarily how I feel now. Mm-hmm. It's just how I felt when I made the song. So, How's this... Um, What can you say about this album? You don't have to say too much. But like, what what is the... I'll say it's basically like, I try... Like, it turned out to be almost more of like a breakup album. But me kind of like looking at myself, my family, like patterns of behavior like mistakes just weird like 
almost just like overanalyzing myself and then taking that and being like, okay, I'm going to make a song where I really express this like negative emotion and put it next to something where I'm like feeling pretty introspective. Cause that's like how I honestly am. It's like one day I could be like, just so fucking upset or mad about something. And the next day you kind of find the perspective on it. And maybe that cycle repeats and, and you feel the emotion again, but it's like, that is still part of you. It's like valid. So I was like, if I could just let all that out in there and it all kind of, kind of fits, then we got it. So that's what I was kind of like, I think it, it came along and I'm just like buttoned it up. Like I'm, getting some of my family like I'm interviewing some of my family to like chop those up and like throw little bits of like my grandma talking into there like I'm trying to like really like make this like like something that I'll look back on and be like that was really like I said what I had to say there as a moment in time yeah do you have a, any sort of rough uh, release I think time period it should be out by the end of August oh shit pretty yeah. soon then yeah cause it's like it's, it's, it's close but it's just like it's not totally I've been working on there's other people like, working on dude, it so it's like it's not totally yes, on me yeah, but I've, yeah I've been I've had one for like two years dude yeah and every year I'm like I'm gonna this is the one I finally got this one's really coming nice. out yeah. yeah dude dude I'm excited for it dude I mean we've done like two and a half hours hell so yeah we fucking probably, hell yeah we do I don't know, for whoever's still here really appreciate you yeah. because uh, yeah. <laughs> anybody's <laughs> still it. watching listening but yeah. uh, dude RV this has been great man thank yeah. you so much for doing Dope this time dude. man yeah, if um, happy to be here. Anything you want to plug or whatever, um, where people can find you, it'll be in the description and show notes as well. Yeah, I got um, I just dropped a song. It's called Morphine. Um, that's out everywhere right now. All the streaming platforms. More fiend, and then yeah, you can find me A A R V E E on all the social medias. I'm doing the TikTok thing a little. I'm doing the fucking Instagram, Twitter. I'm on all of them. YouTube, all that. It's gonna go. be video songs. Mother fucking lot of shit. Next time, dude, I'd love to dive into that song. Um, definitely your process too. Hell yeah. Um, a lot of things I got bookmarked here and written down. So Hell yeah. and just great conversation today, man. Really appreciate Hell you coming yeah. appreciate out. Appreciate you, here. dude. Anytime, Trett. Thank you, brother. Absolutely. Appreciate you, Trett. Absolutely. Thank you for hanging out there. Of course. Your butt all right. You've been sitting a while. Doing good. All right. Hell just yeah. swindling out there for us. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's gotta hold it down for yeah. the boys, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it ain't easy. All right, guys, we'll uh we'll uh ride this boat right into the harbor then and uh as you know i'll say it every time i'll say it again here ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for tuning in today to another episode of bobcast and we are on all platforms even the ones nobody uses all right hell yeah catch you on the next time deuces you're on deezer dude i'm on yeah cast box yeah you're like there's like three guys on there just holding it down yeah Hey guys, it's Sully. I've been running this podcast for three and a half years now. I've interviewed over 80 people on the show in person and virtually. Um, It does take a team to run this. We have four people working on this on a weekly basis. The only thing I ask of you is if you could please follow or subscribe on your podcast platform of choice. So whatever that is, Google, Apple, Spotify, uh, whatever that is, please do subscribe and follow on those platforms. What that does is it will automatically download the episode for you on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify and the other platforms as well, it will notify you when the episodes come out. So we release every single Monday. So just so you know, 6 a.m. on Monday, every Monday, every week, no stopping, guaranteed. So if you could just follow us or subscribe on those platforms, that would mean the world to us so we can keep this podcast going, grow the audience so we can have better guests, better content for you guys. So thank you so much for tuning in and listening and hearing me out here at the end of this episode. I will see you on the next one. All right, peace. Peace.